Michael, Michael Myers, Myers. You know, my in the house. And then she she and Allison run up the stairs or whatever and get out. And then that's the trap. And then boom, and they light it on fire. And the, the gas pours in, and then it's done. And then yeah. that's a good way to end the movie. And that's what they probably should have done. But they didn't. They went to Halloween Kills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I say. Well, well, well. My, my, my. Well, well, well. Let's take a ride. Halloween Kills is the Halloween that has that increased Michael Myers' body count to By surpass. A million. Yeah, to, he actually surpasses Jason Voorhees now because of Halloween Kills, and only because there hasn't been another Jason movie since Jason yeah, since, in Space or whatever. Well, which, J- the reboot. There was Jason X. It was oh, that. that's right. And then there was and there was uh, there was Friday the Thirteenth the reboot, which was was two thousand nine. Does that actually recount? His, they no, count those two. They count those two, right? And then there's uh, Freddy versus Jason. They count that also. Yeah, so that's like 161 kills or 163 kills for him, and then just slightly. But over. see, I also have to count that too because how many of those deaths? Because you really, I don't know, because they usually count all the deaths in the Friday the 13th saga. But two movies, Friday the 13th one is all right. his mom. It's all his mom. And Friday the 13th five is all a copycat. Mm. We'll get to that later. Another another. Another Among Wolves uh, special Halloween episode. No, but uh, so the well. Oh, but the first thing too in Halloween 2018. What I love is instead of doing that pumpkin beginning, right? Where in the original Halloween they did a pumpkin and it had that weird cut between the nose and the mouth because somebody doesn't know how to cut out a nose right. Right. Well, it's supposed to look like a knife. That's yeah. what some people say too. So I understand. So they show that and all they do is pan into the eye and that's pretty creepy because the music. Right. Then in Halloween two, it's a more regular pumpkin. They pan closer and closer and then the pumpkin rips open and there's a skull inside yeah. and it's even creepier. Then Halloween three, it's all 1980. Three computer DOS system, and there's a computer and goes beep 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 beep, and somehow they make a pumpkin on the computer screen. <laughs> Halloween Four has no pumpkin, and they just show scenes of Haddonfield. There are probably pumpkins in it, so it's not as good as the others. Halloween Five, they actually show quick psycho esque knife cuts to actually cut into a jack o' lantern. That's that. Halloween Six and H Two O and Resurrection. I don't think have good beginnings with that. Right. And Rob Zombie and all that. So then you get all the way to Halloween 2018, and they show this flattened, uh, rotten, ucky pumpkin right. coming back to life. And then they revert. I guess what they did is they did a camera. What is it? A, a time lapse time camera, lapse, and then just ran. And it backwards. then they ran it backwards. So this gross ass melted pumpkin slowly grows and fills up like they're blown in a balloon. And I've listened to podcasts where they're like. Oh, that's crappy CGI. But then you find out it's a real time-lapse thing. So that's just the way they did. And it was kind of cool where you're like, and it goes, ooh, oh, it's a pumpkin. It's the same pumpkin with the weird cut from the nose to the mouth. And I was like, ooh, nice. So now we got Halloween Kills. Which is just a lot of pumpkins. Which is a crap load of pumpkins, and they're all on fire. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool. And I think they said something like there's 12 or 11 or so. Oh, there's 12 pumpkins. And there's 12 Halloween movies or something Interesting. like that. So, but the beginning is a flashback 
which I loved, recounting the new edited or the new post Halloween storyline where they don't have Halloween too. So they show young Hawkins, you know, going and uh, him and his partner going after the dog. And then they go in the house and they find the dog. Yeah, the dead dog that that he ate in the original. Mm -hmm. And then. Then when the guy, and then uh, the partner's like, oh, yeah, I used to hang out with Michael when I was a little kid in kindergarten. My mom made him play with me, made him play with him, which I kind of was like, okay, everybody knows everybody. But yeah. then it's a small town. It's a small town, yeah. Because that- even here in Vegas, we got like over 2 million people in town, but I don't know how many people that I still run into that's kind of like, oh, it's still a small town. Right. Especially in the Catholic world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you run in certain circles, it's like, oh, here's that guy you know. All right. But... So then he, like, looks out the window of Judith's room, and he's like, I wonder where you're looking at, Michael, you know, because you just used to stare out the window. Right. Just stared out the window. Oh, there's Haddonfield. Oh, just looking at the window. It's my town. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Michael comes and tries to choke him with a rope. Right. Which is funny. I didn't realize this till somebody told until I listened to a podcast, is when, in the original Halloween when they go to the store that was broken to that had the alarm, uh-huh. when Annie and Lori are talking to Sheriff Brackett, and it's like, he's like, what happened, Dad? Ah, I must have been kids. You blame everything on kids. And he's like, well, what do you expect? The only thing they stole was a Halloween mask, a couple of knives, and some rope. Or some rope and a couple of knives. Some rope. He never used rope. Never used the rope in any of Halloween. Well, he would have had to have strung Bob up somehow, so probably. Yeah, maybe. You don't see the rope. But, but. the fact is... There he's got rope right. choking the officer. So I was like, ooh, there it is. There's the rope. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, that corner where that store is that they broke into is like on Mission and Meridian or something. And I'm like, I know where that is in South Pasadena. <laughs> yeah. That's down the street from the hardware store from Teen Wolf. It's the same place. But, yeah, it's not that far. I've driven by it a million times. There's a Trader Joe's on the street. But, yeah. But, um, and the Myers house is on that street now. It used to be down the street. But they literally moved the whole house onto the main street in real life. And they redid it, and it's like a tax office place or something. And I've heard certain things where some people, I saw, I think there was like a Halloween museum thing in the back. Oh, I'd be down for that. Oh, yeah. I know. We're, don't worry. We're already planning. I'm already planning this for Anaheim. <laughs> when we go to Anaheim, we're going to We're going to drive over there. Drive to South Pasadena. Nice. And we'll find Lori's house. Well, there you go. And we'll find Linda's house. And we'll find Annie's house. Oh, that'd be Bush's, super fun. The Myers house. Uh, we can go to South Pass High School, which is next to Holy Family, which is the church my family's been at since like 1945, and three generations of Whitney's have gone to school there. Wow, you know from you know, and we actually had somebody continuous from like 1945 to like 1991 or something. There was always Whitney at that school or something. <laughs> from my aunt Mary to my to my cousin Matthew. It's crazy. So. Something like that. So, but across the street, literally the street, and it's a tiny little street, you know, is South Pass High School, which was Lori's Haddonfield High School. So all the shots of her and Linda and them at high school were at South Pass High School. Go Tigers. (laughs) And, yeah. And then we can drive to Hollywood. If we go to Hollywood and then you go to some of the residential neighborhoods there, you can find the Doyle and Wallace house, which is way farther away, but they shot it there. And then if you go a couple streets down, you can find the Nancy Thompson's house from Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, neat. Which is not too far from the Doyle and Wallace house. Nice. So that's there. It's a 1428, I think, which is funny because that's like the Green Lantern section or 
in. But <laughs> that's <laughs> funny. Fucking nerd. But uh, so I loved all that Halloween. That all that flashback stuff and then they did extra stuff where lonnie was going home but i guess he was right outside the the myers house and that's when he saw um a michael myers he ran into him and fell over and, and michael and myers, and michael and myers just said f it i gotta go home yeah it's like you don't, don't you, you don't matter to me you're in the street you're not in your house I no, you're care. not in the house it's all safe yeah the streets are safe the streets are safe the streets are safe for michael myers yeah but i was like all on my edge of my seat i loved that it was all yeah, that flashback scene. I could have watched a whole Halloween part two, part two. You know, <laughs> you know, I was all into that because that's all with the Hawkins stuff. And then the guy who plays Loomis literally looks like Loomis. Yeah, he did. I look, but see, I looked it up. Like they, I don't think they did any Grandma Tarkin. I was wondering CGI if, like, stuff. yeah, I was like, he might have done a little, but dude, if you look that guy up and you know his name is Tom Jones, that's hilarious. Singer, but yeah. he's like a. Not a makeup guy. He's like a he's a he's a behind the scenes dude. But he looked like Donald Pleasance pretty pretty <laughs> he well. He looks just like him, and they're like, "Hey, you're the guy who works with the, the yeah. boom mic." Or I forget what he does. But um, and and what's funny is the guy who designed the Michael Myers mask for Halloween 2018 is one of the cops who became the uh, the jack o' lantern head. Oh, interesting. So that's funny. So him and the other cop, I think, is a real cop who was doing those things, and they had a all the great witty repertoire yeah, then, in the car. Yeah. And I'm like, that guy's the makeup guy. That's funny. So he might have actually helped make the fake jack-o'-lantern head of his own head. Of his own head. I don't know for sure, but but he made the mask. So I was like, that's cool. But yeah, so all this Halloween 2 Part 2, I was all into. Like, it's so cool. And the yeah. Donald Pleasance and all that. Yeah, so it was great. So we're watching 15 minutes of this stuff, and I'm like, this is great. And then it's like, then they do the beginning, and then they get to uh, uh, the OG character. Oh, we didn't do a synopsis. Um, Michael Myers is uh, uh, survived the uh, fire. Because he, the firefighters came. Yeah, and then he kills a bunch of people. And everybody makes a mob. They try to get him, and then somehow he... He gets away. That's really <laughs> that's really all that's happening. Yeah, yeah. So we'll go all through the other stuff. And but yeah. And then then what's cool is then you see the hunky hunky doctor and the the sexy nurse. Yeah. And they're at a bar and they're hanging out. And lo and behold, and lo and behold, you see Lonnie and Tommy and the nurse. Lonnie, because apparently Lonnie, after his near death experience, felt bad for teasing Tommy Doyle. And, and then they him and friends. Tommy became friends. And then Tommy Doyle's there, played by Anthony Michael Hall now. And Lindsay Wallace is played by Lindsay Wallace, a.k.a. Um, Kylie Richards, who's a real housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. Which I thought was crazy because I remember uh, going through uh, the Halloween IMDb. And I saw, like, Lindsay Wallace. And I said, that girl looks familiar. Where's she from? And I say. Oh, she's one of the housewives that Lisa watches. Oh, wow. So I guess she was an actress, <laughs> married somebody super rich, and then became on the housewife show. And then there was a Housewives of Beverly Hills where Jamie Lee Curtis was hanging out with her. And she's like, you were so cool to me, you know, and all that. Like, they were like, they still kind of kept in oh, touch. Oh, that's cute. But she was like, you know, like, you were, you know, she's probably only like seven years older or something. But she was like, you're like an older sister to me and yeah. I'm really cool and helped me with acting and all that. And her sister, Richards' sister, was in, like, Escape to Witch Mountain and stuff. Or, oh, I love that movie. She was also in other, I think so. She was also in other, you know, child actors things. So it was okay. a, like an acting family. But they had them, and then they also had Nurse Marion Chambers there. And then he does some weird open mic thing. It's Halloween night in Haddonfield. When terror is supposed to be fun. 
when we hide behind masks and we pretend we aren't what we are. Is he real? Who knows? Who's next? Maybe not tonight. Maybe not tomorrow. But the boogeyman is coming for me. And he's coming for you. But he's not going to get us. Not this time. Because we will never succumb to fear. This is for you, Lori. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. And then all of a sudden you find out Michael Myers is on the loose. Because you find out everything from Halloween ends. Or, sorry, from Halloween 2018 happened. And then they're like, we got to take care of this stuff. Right. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Hashtag evil dies tonight. And if you take a drink every time you hear that, you will be dead from alcohol. Exactly. And there's a whole thing, too, where, like, the bartender has old hickories, an old baseball bat from something. Yeah. And Tommy Doyle takes it, but they keep showing pictures of old hickory, like, if it mattered. Yeah. I didn't catch that either. I'm not, not sure what that, what that, I don't know if it was trying to be a reference to something that I, that was just beyond me, but it felt, it felt forced. Um, yeah, but it, I don't know. But what, I don't know what, what the payoff was supposed to be for that. Yeah. I don't know if the bartender's dad died or something from it or right. what. But it, you know, it kept making me thinking of like Shaun of the Dead. That's what it make, kept making me thinking like of that. the shotgun. And uh, it's not a real shotgun, and dogs can look up. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, didn't he have like a cricket bat too or something? Oh, yeah, yeah he did. He had a cricket so it's bat. Like he had a bat. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, for all we know, like Danny McBride could have been like, yeah. I love Shaun of the Dead. Dead. Let's have a let's have a let's have a nod to that in some kind of way. So then, then you get the point where so that that happens, and then I kind of like that they had Lindsay and Tommy because they really right. haven't had them since in in Halloween Four, which I'm going to bring up a million times. <laughs> there's a part where the um, and I haven't seen that one in years. So well, there's a part where. In the very beginning, when the little girl, uh, Rachel, or Rachel's the stepsister or the foster sister to Jamie Lloyd, who's Daniel Harris, who's Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter, or sorry, not, is Laurie Strobe's daughter in those movies. And they go looking, they went to go get, um, you know, Halloween costumes or whatever. But the girl driving them was a girl named Lindsay. And that was supposed to be Lindsay Wallace growing up as a teenager. Mm. Because she's like seventeen, because she's like ten or or so in the first movie or whatever, and now it's ten years. Oh, maybe she'd be twenty, maybe a little bit. So about that age or something. So she's older and she's driving, but that she's only in that scene. Yeah. And then apparently one of the other guys at the drugstore, when they're looking for costumes, is supposed to be Tommy Doyle. That's funny. But they don't say he's Tommy, but people say that he's Tommy. But whatever. So there's that. And then of course in part six, Paul Rudd introducing Paul. What's his name? Paul something Rudd. He like had the middle initial or something. That's funny. Cause so it's keeping in the tradition of introducing Jamie Lee Curtis, introducing right. Paul Stephen Rudd, and that's it. He was Tommy Doyle growing up, mm. you know, at you know twenty five or something. So, but now they have Tommy, forty year old Tommy, forty seven year old Tommy Doyle. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, they're like. Yeah, they're close to 50 years old. Exactly. Or if not, they're probably over 50. Yeah. And their whole thing is on Halloween, they all go out drinking because they're all survivors of the Michael Myers. Right. 40 years later. It's so bizarre. It's it's the weirdest, like thing ever but i mean I'm, i don't know i would i'd say that i would probably do something but like the open that. mic thing like oh, that open mic thing was dumb it was like and they're pouring one out for Lori or something and yeah but um but uh, it, it did it did create it did create a new um dimension to the michael myers like question of what is michael myers and, and 
what is this all about? It created that, um, it added a new definition to Michael Myers. Because prior to this, he was fate. He was the boogeyman. He was uh, evil he incarnate. incarnate, or he was Michael Myers, the person and needs to be understood, right? Um, or needs to have some kind of, needs to be humanized. And then this one added, he is fear incarnate. And that was a, a this 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 movie to me it felt like the social commentary, and I'm not I don't follow politics enough to catch all of the social commentary that's there, but man was this thing full of the social commentary, of like the mob mentality and what this does to people and how we can get rallies and to do basically anything we want them to do. They put that a lot. Later, too, because, you know, when he grabs old Hickory, they kind of go and recruit people to go yes. for Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. But cut to later, there's a part when they're at the hospital. Right. And it's like, and they get one of the other escaped patients, because they mm-hmm. round up most of them in the beginning of Halloween 2018. There's a few loose, and one's right. Michael. And then the other, the other one is the umbrella, the umbrella guy. guy. Who doesn't like it when your two leashes? You have the penguin when your shoelaces are untied. Yeah. Bothers him. Yeah. <laughs> So that dude's there, but they that guy shows up, and it's like, oh, he's an escape mental patient. He must be Michael Myers. And then everybody freaks out and tries to kill this dude. Right, and it was bizarre. It, that felt very much like um, Kill the Beast in... Um, da, da, da. Yeah, in Beauty and the Beast. Like, kill the Beast. Kill the Beast. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Um because this innocent guy that's one exciting ride right but one thing yeah one thing that was interesting about that was that that guy whoever he was or penguin. what yeah, the penguin we'll call him the penguin or whatever his he's short fat as an umbrella yeah and like long hair like Danny DeVito's Batman <laughs> did, return penguin but whatever whatever his psychological issues were in in the in the story here um he was probably the best character in the film or the most um i want to say the, the the most righteous character in the film empathetic yeah be, well because here's the thing is this whole this whole mob wanted to kill him and he knew that that was wrong and he was looking for help and looking for compassion and couldn't find it anywhere and then um when the mob comes to kill him rather than letting the mob kill him and then the mob itself becoming tainted by having killed somebody who was innocent right he wouldn't let the mob kill him so he killed himself so he wouldn't let the mob um in a sense get real blood on their hands like they couldn't go in there and beat him to death and and stab him and kill him they they had to only fight evil yeah and they got to a point where they realized it wasn't Michael. Right. And people were like, it's not him, it's not him. And they didn't care. Right. They were so crazy. But this and I guy. I don't know if this is some crazy social commentary on Twitter. Right. I'm not the, sure either. The council culture or whatnot. And then what's funny is one of the podcasts I was listening to was relating it with January 6th and said, I can't believe they did all that. And then the other guy says, well, but they didn't because this was filmed in you know 2019. Because this movie is filmed in 2019 to be released in 2020, and it didn't get released in 2020 because of the pandemic. pandemic. And the fact that theaters were closed, so it got delayed till the next Halloween. Because I guess they weren't going to release in the summer where H2O and Resurrection were released because stupid reasons. But So they literally waited a whole year to to release the movie that they shot in 
the end of 19, because in the uh, you're looking at October of 18, Halloween 2018 makes a crap load of money. Right. And they're they're like, like, we got to capitalize. Now we got to make the the new ones. Because I think the whole point was originally they were thinking of doing two movies back to back. Okay. All, uh, you know, what's it called? Kind of like Lord of the Rings or the way they did Superman and Superman 2 for most of it. Or in the way they did Three Musketeers and the Four Musketeers back in the 70s, which was when they were trying to. Film two movies at the act- same time, yeah. Phil, and but they only paid the actors for one, and then that's why you can't do that anymore because no. they did that. So, um, <laughs> so they were going to do something like that, and then somehow, like Danny McBride and all those guys were like, "If we do this and it sucks, we'll never be able to do the second one." Right? No, we already did it. So let's just do one, and then we can work on sequels later. And then one made a crap lot of money, so they're like, "Okay, we're going to do sequels." But let's do a trilogy. Kind of like how they did The Matrix, and it did great. And they said, okay, we're going to do a trilogy. Because The Matrix came out, and then a couple years later, they did the two back-to-back. Right. Kind of like how Back to the Future came out, and they did two and three back-to-back. You know? But um, So they're doing this one. They were going to do two. They they recorded, or they filmed three in 19, and, you know, and they probably finished before 2020 started. Then the pandemic hits, and they didn't start part three until recent, until till post pandemic or later pandemic. So there's a good few years difference between the filming of kill kills and ends. Right, they're supposed to be right after one year or later. Exactly, but then there's lots of problems with that. But we'll get that one. But later. but that's the point. So that was the deal. So any social commentary on uh, January six, it doesn't fit. It doesn't. That's not what they did. You can right. look into it to see that, but it is kind of still. But mom mentality is mom mentality. If right. It's council culture because you say you know that's the whole point is oh I find this is super offensive and this person's this then everybody jumps on it right and it, well, the thing was is like it didn't matter what facts you brought to them and I think that was I think that was the ultimately the social commentary like it, it didn't matter what witness was brought to them like they wouldn't listen. And mm-hmm. and but that was why the penguin character was such a merciful character in that like I I'm not gonna let this mob be the ones that actually dirty their hands. I'll kill myself, right? I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, that was that was interesting um, that he offered himself as a sacrifice, so the mob didn't actually taint its hands. That was so a gruesome speak. kill too. Or it sure death. was. That was that felt also very Rob Zombie. Um, yeah, that was that was an interesting one, um, but this is the one that does put uh, Michael Myers' kill numbers over um, Jason. Jason Voorhees because of all the he kills a ton. He kills like thirty something people in this because it's all in big groups too. It is the firefighters, for example. Okay, we can go to that part first, and that felt weird. That I felt like a I Bruce Lee movie. Yeah, I didn't like it because <laughs> even when. I think I saw. I think it was when Jason and I saw Black Widow in the theater, and they had a trailer. And the whole they had like it had to be a minute, but it felt like twelve. And it's just him killing all the firefighters. And I'm like, well, now I know how the beginning is. And I didn't like the feel of it because I felt like it's like these are guys doing their job, and he's killing them all. Where I feel like Michael Myers is Mister, like you said, in your house, in your house, and he comes and this broke that, yeah. So it kind of breaks it. But the fact is, so there's the fire at Lori's house. The firefighters go to put it out. 
The one guy falls through the floor, and then guess what? Michael survives the fire because in Lori's safe room down there, which is also the trap, is where she kept all the guns. And she kept all the guns in a big, you know, garage door-esque roll-up closet. So apparently, Michael must have figured this out, closed the door, survived the fire, and somehow his Michael senses went off when the firefighter fell through the floor. And the door rolls up, and he comes out, and he's like, hey, there's the guy I could kill. Yeah. And he ends up killing that dude. Another dude's like, hey, give John, me your hand. Johnson, whatever, give me your <laughs> hand. All and then it's like Michael's hand comes, pull that at poor SOB down. And then he kills like eight other dudes who are just standing there. Yeah. And they're firefighters. They're firefighters. And yeah, and it's like poking them and killing them and stabbing like a dude they're, and they're throwing spraying them with the the hose that normally like knocks people down cuz yeah, it's yeah, the fire hose. Down, yeah. And then they even bring out the chainsaw the, that the they jaws use. of life. Yeah, yeah. that's what, yeah. And he chops that dude up, and so there. I have in my notes that I was just like, I don't know if I like that scene. Right. I there. If it was Jason Voorhees, I'd probably like it more. Right, because that makes sense for Jason. This is not Jason. It's this is Michael, Michael Myers. Myers. So I didn't like it as much. Right. If it was an action movie, I'd like it more. If it was the little guy from The Simpsons who didn't do anything. Oh yeah. Oh, but that little guy <laughs> exactly. didn't do anything. <laughs> what? Oh, I told you, Mark. <laughs> We should go inside. But Marge, that little guy hasn't done anything yet. Look at him. He's gonna do something, and you know it's gonna be good. You know, so then he kills all the firefighters, so that just adds to the death count, and it's just that's the one problem I have with this movie. It's like, hey, let's find a way to kill a bunch right. of people. Well, they called it Halloween Kills, and so yeah, they're I like, guess that's the deal, right? They gotta up the death count by like a lot, fifty. Yeah, so then he goes out and then he's he leaves there and then what he does is he his na- the Lori's neighbors or something are there and what's funny is that's the one interracial couple you're talking right. about who's older but what's funny is the one guy is Lenny Clark who's a comedian and I've seen him in like a billion things and he's like Mr. Boston and and all that stuff and then his wife's and he's just like what's up with that strobe lady your house is on oh, yeah. fire. And she's like, you better shut up. Laura Strobe will kick your ass. Like, <laughs> and that lady is Sandra, who was the caretaker. At, oh, interesting. Uh, at yeah, the, and she's in, shows up in Halloween Ends as well. Yeah, because so yeah, she, she survived that whole attack. Yeah. So she was the yeah at the cemetery, which is funny because in the original um, Halloween, it was an actor who did a lot of voice work or something like he was in Secret and Nim and stuff like that. And how and then Rob Zombie, he had uh, what's his name? Rap. I don't know, but I love the Secrets of Nim. I think that's a fantastic yeah, he's, movie. He's the um, fat mouse that with the with the um, Sid Sid Hang. Okay. Is in Rob Zombie, who's in all the, the horror movies and stuff, and he's in all of the Rob Zombie movies. But in Secret and Nim, he's the fat mouse that, because remember, there were only two mice that survived getting sucked through whatever or whatever that yeah. ended up with the rats in Nim. So there's the rats that were of Nim. Mm-hmm. There were two mice, and one was the old man with the cast in this thing that talked to Miss Brisby, you know, Miss to Miss Brisby. And the other was Jonathan. Jonathan. Or Jonathan was Miss Br- Mr. Jonathan Brisby was the husband who passed away later. But they were the two mice that survived or something. So he's like the old guy, and he did the voice of that character. Neat. But he does other stuff too. But he's the one who's like, oh damn, kids stealing tombstones, and then said, hey, did it in the remake because he's in every Rob Zombie thing. Interesting. And, and now they have Sandra going like, hey, this is what we got. 
This is Haddonfield. You come yeah. and see Judith Meyer's grave, and then you go to the Chinese theater <laughs> and the Hollywood Walk of Fame because yeah. this is what we got. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then she gets stabbed in the neck with a light bulb and survives. Yeah, it was a fluorescent light bulb that he smashed and stabbed her in the neck. Yeah, this was the one where, she like. she pulled out a knife and was like, yeah. I'll get you. And he's like, she did this. I'll just grab this and thing and smash you which is very jason-esque anyway too yeah but he like kind of killed lenny clark but he wasn't all dead yet or he was dying then he got her then he takes him and stabs him with a bunch of knives then he puts him on the table and stabs him with like five knives and then part of it's like is this rob zombie just trying to do it but then it's like now rob zombie would have shown the blood splat out and every overkill and it's like oh no this is just michael saying this knife sucks. Right. Which knife do I like? This knife sucks. Yeah. That's that. This knife. This oh, was. This is the good one. I'll yeah. use this. This was part of like, because Michael Myers always did kind of play with his food. That was his thing. Right. Yeah. Because Sandra was still alive when he's doing all that. Right. Too. So he's kind of like, watch me kill your husband over and over and over and over. Exactly. Again. And so the question is like, uh, is this the is this how he was always doing his murders or and we just are now privy privy to some of that viewing like we're getting to know more of what michael myers actually does behind the scenes type stuff Mm -hmm. um because like he will do the same thing with big john and little john where he kills them and he positions them in in like the same way as the picture yes yeah right right it's very Which much he's cool with gay people because he's like oh i'm gonna put these guys together. i know right, 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 right he's an equal opportunity serial killer um, no discrimination here yeah but before we get to that but yeah he does that but also back with lenny clark because he's a comedian what i love is because the whole thing is she's playing with the drone, right. and then the drone gets like knocked down or something. I don't know what the hell's going on. And Lenny Clark goes to look, and he's like, "There's a big fella in our bathroom, and he's wearing a monster mask." Oh, what the fuck does he want? Who gives a shit? Call the cops. Who cares? Who cares? Call, Call the cops. cops. Like, <laughs> shut up. Let's just go. That was a great line. <laughs> like, he's like, "Shut up, B. Let's get out of here. We call the cops. Get the." But. Yeah. But I also love how she's like, she's like, don't talk trash about Lori, about Lori yeah. Strobe because she'll kick your ass like Sarah <laughs> Connor. Like, so he kills them just because they're next door. And I guess it's because he's like, what am I going to do? I'm next door and I'm still trying to brush off my fireman high or something. But yeah. Uh, so, but the other part we get to is um, when uh, Tommy. Tommy and Lonnie go out to recruit people and stuff. And then Lindsay Wallace goes with Marion Chambers, the nurse from the original Halloween. Yeah. And the uh, the, the the nurse and the doctor costume people who actually the lady who was the sexy nurse is, the is actually a doctor. And the hunky doctor is actually really an RN. Yeah. So it's funny. But I guess they get caught up in the whole thing. And they're like, yeah, we'll join your group. So they all go in Lindsay's car. And then they're driving, and they see some kids hanging out in the... The kids that pranked... Oh, yeah, first we got it. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. So we should talk about Big John and Little John. Yeah. Because they're a gay couple, and... They're living in the Myers house. And they're living in the Myers house. And what's funny is that they're called... They're both called John, so somehow they called Big John Little John, and I don't know if this is a... But the big one's uh, the little one, and the little one's the big one. Well, he's taller, but the right, other one's this, kind of more built. Right, this is, this is definitely a Danny McBride, like, I wrote this section. But I don't know if the whole idea is like... Yeah, I don't know if the big and the little have to do with catching and receiving, but that's funny. I'm just, 
or sorry, <laughs> pitching and catching. And but I don't know. So they're there, and the kids try to prank them. Right, with the so, razor blades in the thing, which is a callback to... to uh, Halloween 2, where mm-hmm. there's a razor blade in the apple, because apparently that was an urban legend around the time. Well, it kept going forever. Yeah, which is funny, because no, there's no, there's like zero reports of actual razor blades in apples, and there's like zero reports of actual candy being poisoned. So all of our parents that in the 80s through the 90s and everything said, gotta check all your candy before you eat any. Don't eat any homemade candy. It's all for bowl. Yeah. It's all whatever. Every year I get a a text from my mom saying that they found something in somebody's candy, so make sure you're checking all the kids. It's not. There's no. (laughs) No. So, yeah, that's why I hate that part of Halloween, too, when the kid's got the razor blade in his mouth. Right. And it's like, that never happened. So, but they do that and they prank Big John, Little John, and whether they're the kid in the skull mask comes out, he's like, I got all this candy. And apparently that kid in the skull mask is in one of the Danny McBride TV shows. Or oh, is that what it is? Yeah, because a lot of these people are. Okay. Because like, those think, three kids were jerks. I think Big John <laughs> is in it, too. Or Big John's in, like, there's the something Jules crap. He's oh. like a preacher okay. with John Goodman and stuff. And there's a TV show and all the Eastbound and Down stuff that Danny McBride's in. Joseph Gordon Green also did the, the you know the director of all this stuff. Right. So a lot of these people, like Sandra and all those people, are in those movies. And so is uh, the 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 nurse and the doctor. Okay. They're all in these movies that they've done. So they're just getting sense. their their people, you know, in it. And so they trick them. And then the kid comes out with all hand candy. He's like, ah, we stole your candy. And then they're like, you know, this is the Myers house, you little shit. And then they go and they you run what away. happens? Who comes into the Myers house uninvited? <laughs> and then that kid died. Which, spoilers, oh, we're not there yet. <laughs> so, but then the point is, those kids are out. The, the two girls are swinging on the swings. And then Lindsay sees it. She's like, what are you doing out here? Go home. There's this you know, crazy person. your parents? And they're like, oh, don't worry. We're waiting for our friend. Yeah, there's a creepy guy. That's the guy. kid with the skull mask. And they're like, and they said, well, what's going on? Where are your parents? What's going on? Oh, don't worry. There's nobody here except for this one guy in, in a white mask. And he's like popping in and out of the bushes like peekaboo. And it's like, oh, are they making fun of like how Halloween was scary? Because he's popped in and out of stuff going right. peekaboo kind of. And it's like, well, yeah, but it was scary yeah. when he did it there. And then they're like, oh, that's him over there. And then she's like, Ron, you... You know, you kids, right. get out of here. He's going to kill you. And he's sitting there, and he's got the skull mask in his head, dripping of blood. So I'm assuming the head's still, still in the there. It's still in the mask. Because mm-hmm. they cut that Dustin kid's head off, or Dennis. Whatever his name was. And, but if you notice, on the floor of the swings, there's the pumpkin mask and the witch's mask. Oh, neat. So, and so you have the skeleton mask. were the three... Again, the same thing. Were the three silver shamrock kids from, from earlier, earlier 2018 from earlier in the night. Interesting. So here it is in later in the evening, and they're there, and they leave their mask and the candy and run away. And Lindsay grabs that candy bag and fills it with bricks. Yeah. And then Michael's right there. So when you see Michael, he's there, and he's ready to attack the, the van or the where everybody else is. And this is the problem with Calumine kills, is everybody does everything that's stupid. Oh. Nobody drives away. Nobody goes over there. And then Marion Chambers shoots the windows of everything. First of all, here's my other problem. Why the hell is Marion in this situation? Why would Marion even be with Tommy and Lindsay? 
So if there's no Halloween 2, she doesn't even have a clue who Tommy and Lindsay are. Right. Because she was in the original part of Halloween 1 where he escaped at Smith's Grove still and never went to Haddonfield. He stole the car from her, yeah. He, but what I do like is when he breaks the, the window, hand. they did the same thing with the hand, which I found out later is literally like they tape a, a, a wrench. Yeah. I onto saw his hand, and he uses the wrench to break the window. And if you really pause Halloween or something, you know, on high def, you could see the br- the wrench really easily. And I'm like, I don't know, people fell for that. And it's like, well, you did a good job, you, you know. So they did the. I think they actually just did the wrench and everything too. Oh, that's funny to make it look like or to totally reenact it. I have to go back. And, and he's see. trying to pull her hair and everything, just like in Halloween. Yeah. But why the hell is she there? Yeah. Why is she with Tommy and Lindsay? She shouldn't know those three kids. Right. There's no reason to have her there. Yeah. It's dumb to have her there. And then she's there just to go. She's at the bar, and then she's there. And then all of a sudden, Michael, and she shoots out all the windows, and then he comes to kill her. And then she's like, this is for Dr. Loomis. And you're like, yeah, shoot him. And click, click, click. Oh, I already shot all my bullets at the windows for no stupid reason. Then he stabbed the crap out of her. The doctor guy tries to choke him. He stabs him in the face. Stabs him in the eye, Corey. But earlier, the nurse got out out of one of the shot, the the broken windows. She comes back because she's got the freaking big ass forty five or whatever. Because her husband's like, I don't know how to do the the. I've never shot a gun. She's like, Give this to me because I grew up on the east side. East side. She went to El Dorado. <laughs> El Dog. Yeah, but she couldn't fire this gun for crap. No, she, yeah, because then she shoots everywhere but at Michael Myers. And shoots herself and in the she face. she gets to the front. Yeah, he kicks the door open and shoots her in the face. So the one person, like the only person who died of a, a gunshot in a Michael Myers movie was because he did a cool move where he made her shoot herself. Was it cool, though? Eh. <laughs> It was yeah, weird. So he kills these three people right there, and then he goes after Lindsay, Lindsay. chokes her. Somehow and, she gets away. And she hides. This is the part that's actually got some little tension. Yeah, but it felt like the hobbits and like oh, with the ring race, like exactly, sniffing around. Yeah, yeah, you're right because she's also by a river and mm-hmm. everything. And then he walks across the bridge and it's all yep. quiet. And then all of a sudden you think, oh, he's gonna find her Whee! somehow. And then he <laughs> then he goes away, and then she's safe. But he kills us. But then Marion's dead. Like, what the hell's the point of having her there? Yeah. And I understand you want to bring some of these people back, and it's kind of cool, but she's there for Stop no the body count. effing reason. That's the whole point. And at least in Halloween H2O, she, like, has Loomis. She is taking care of Loomis in his dying years, and he ends up dying, and she still has all of his stuff in the study. So Michael somehow figures out, I'm going to go find Marion Chambers' house just to find all of Loomis's stuff because I know somehow I'm going to find Lori's stuff in there. And then he kills her and Joseph Godin Laravit and his friend. And that is so intense. That is yeah. way more intense and a better shot scene than anything in this movie. Right. But she's in that part, and her death actually makes sense in H2O. So you bring her back in H2O in a, you know, in a third t- in the second timeline. And now it's the th- uh, fourth or fifth timeline. And <laughs> you you bring her there. She's hanging out with kids because she's 20 years older than them. Oh, God. 30 years older than them. Right. She's hanging out with the kids for some reason as like Michael Myers survivors. But there's no way she would have known who they are. It, Loomis would have made more sense. Right, but Loomis was dead already. Yeah, but that would have made more sense. So why the hell is she even there? And then they bring her back just so they could kill her that fast? It's like... <sighs> Whatever. I don't know. I felt like it was a waste of her. Yeah. 
you know, why why bring back Marion is my note. And then the point, I, my next note was Myers' house looks nice for once. Yeah. Because, of course, two gay guys come in. Of course, it's going to look good. <laughs> I mean, it's like when you have a bunch of gay people moving in the neighborhood. The neighborhood gets much better. <laughs> That's funny. You know, it's true. And so I didn't even realize, you know, and then they made the house look like the Michael Myers. The Myers yeah, it was house. good. It was done really well. Yeah, because yeah. this movie's shot in South Carolina. Okay. 2018 was shot in North Carolina. So, and then I think Halloween Ends is shot in Georgia. That's weird. So, but one well, one thing that was that was a struggle for me in this movie was like everybody who are who are in the houses, they are deaf. Like the the house doesn't seem that that big, but then when somebody's being stabbed or or they 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 like call out first like like what's that noise? Let me let me turn off this music. And then let me let me oh let me go see if I need, if you need help over there like it was a lot of very like very slow moving or stupid stuff. reaction things like later on when Big John and Little John are there and finally Michael makes his way home yeah it took him two movies to get all the way home right because he still went to the park right after whatever so he had to go to Lori's house and he's like well I was almost there when I went to kill Vicky at Julian's house and then Lori shot at me so I had to hide and then I went to the Elrod house and then I got hit by a car and got dragged all the way out to the sticks where Lori lives so now I had to walk all the way back home and I went to the park and killed that kid and then those three people in the car and now I finally got home these two gay guys are living in it so I'm going to play with them first and knock on the front door knock on the back or back door front door and then when they go to the front door I'm going to go sneak in the back door but I have to touch the wall with my bloody fingers because Lori shot him off earlier in the day and the fact is when the doors open the blood's there and they swear there's somebody upstairs I would have been like you know what let's go let's go but no, Big John's like, F this, and he takes off he all takes, his jewelry. Right, puts down the golf club and picks up this tiniest knife he ever. picks up the cheese knife <laughs> to try to get him. He goes upstairs, Michael finds him and blows his eyes out of his sockets right. with his thumbs, like in freaking uh, Spectre with Mr. Jinx, or whatever his name is, and De Batista. And um, then... Little John goes up to find him, which I would have ran outside. And then he's, he's you know, his heart is broken because his, his lover's gone. And then he sees Michael and just goes, oh, Michael, you're home. And then he dies off screen. Right. And it's like, okay, whatever. So, like, I don't know. But I kind of like that they introduced those characters, but even though they just introduced him to kill him. Right. But you knew that we were going to do that from the beginning. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Know. Overall, I still enjoyed the movie. Like it was just a fun movie to watch. It didn't feel like a Halloween movie. It felt more like a like a Michael uh, like a Jason Voorhees kind of Friday the Thirteenth thing. It was a little Halloweeny, and then there's a lot of flashbacks to also part two because Laurie's out of it in the whole movie. Right. Because in Halloween two, Laurie's barely in it. Right. And I don't know if that's because Jamie Lee's a bigger deal there and she only shot for so long. But the whole thing is him going through the ho- hospital killing everybody. And here you go, Halloween two, in Halloween it Kills, she's in the hospital and she does nothing uh-huh. really in the whole movie. And then the whole thing, too, is there's all these scenes in the hospital. They're all then, flashback scenes. There's that, too. Yeah, exactly. But then Karen's kind of like, she's like, oh, well, Michael Myers is hunting my mom because that's what I've been told forever. And then... When um, um, Allison is oh, Allison. getting um, asked by the cops, 
or the sheriff, the black dude who's like Terry Crews' brother, the big cowboy hat. He's in all three movies. Yeah. I love him, man. I love him. And he's just kind of like, so what was your story? And then she's like, oh, no, the doctor drove him to grandma's house. Right, he's crazy. So he's nuts. That's the only reason he's there. So one thing is it's like, oh, he's after Lori. And then finally, so this is what makes 2018 make more sense, is the fact that it's like, oh, it's just by chance Michael ends up with Lori again. Right. It's by divine intervention or Fate. crazy crazy doctor intervention right. that he sets it so that he goes after Lori. Because if not, he may never have gone and found Lori. So her whole trap thing was for no reason. Right. She'd have to lure him there him, herself. Which would have been a better story, actually. But. Yeah. But that whole thing is like... so. What, but what's also funny is, so it's parallels of Halloween, too, where she's in the hospital and blah, blah, blah. But it's so funny because there's... A million people in the hospital, it's so well lit. It's the opposite of Halloween, too, where there's zero patients in the hospital. Yeah. There's a small staff, and for some reason, there's no lights. Right. So, yeah, I know. It's like the opposite of any real <laughs> It was so chaotic. That, that hospital was overly chaotic. Yeah, and, but it's like, and there's, there's no patients. The only patient they had was a kid with a razor blade who went home, or babies. Right. Oh, yeah, because there was all the babies. There was only babies and Lori are the only people who are patients. And slowly, the whole, all the nurses, the charge nurse and the doctor all die. All die. And this one, you're at the hospital and you're like, well, Micah's going to come here sooner or later. Nah, he's not care. He doesn't give a shit about Lori or whatever. So that's just weird that it's like Halloween 2 again, but not 2. Kind of like how, you know, Last Jedi is like, hey, we're going to do some Empire Strikes Back stuff, but not really. We're going to put at the right. end of the movie and it's salt and not snow. It has to be backwards, yeah. Yeah. So, but I think they were just trying to point out that we're all monsters inside. Yeah, that was with the interesting that's the commentary. Whole mob right. we were talking about and all that effing stuff. And it's just like, part of me is like, is this, are they trying to force something? But what's funny is it's trying to point out like our fear as the town. And what's funny is there's an, the original script for Halloween 4 was supposed to be that there's no real Michael Myers in that because he actually died in 2. Mm. But it was supposed to be something where the town was still scared of him and it brought this, you know, kind of ghostly Michael Myers. See, and that's where I thought they were going to go. That's where I thought they were going to go with all of this. Like, if Halloween 2, or Halloween 2, Halloween Kills really leaned into um, Michael Myers started something. Like, what he did created a um, cloud of evil, so to speak, that found its way into, and and they even called him the Incarnation of Fear in that one. That was Mm -hmm. the new title for him. Instead of just pure evil. Instead of pure evil, he was fear, fear itself. And so whenever you gave in to the fear, you, in a way, became Michael Myers yourself. Kind of, huh? Because he, like, transported the whole town. Exactly. And that was another one of those interesting, like, okay, what are they doing with this? And where is this going? Uh, now they're, like, rather than com- commenting and creating a, um evil incarnate, now they're saying, okay, well, let's see. We can become that evil in some kind of way through our fears and through our prejudices and things like that. And that's how they go after the penguin. Correct. Yeah. So all that kind of stuff is like now we're the monster inside, and now it felt like so. There's part of me that's like, oh, there's a little bit of too much social commentary, I guess. Yeah, there was a lot that I didn't, you know, I was like, I was a little put off by it about, but but I did kind of think about this. There's this podcast. It was like best movies never made. So I found, so I listened to one that talked about Halloween four. It was a lot about on how. 
the town was so spooked about Michael Myers from 78 Halloween and Halloween 2. And they kind of made this ghostly Michael Myers that kind of existed. And there's a thing where, and it mostly starred Tommy and Lindsay at like eight, uh, like at 17 each, you know, and there was even a part where they're at a drive in, you know, watching the, a movie like how uh, they're watching Twi- uh, The Shining and the Twister or something. And and then they have a giant, like, kaiju size, uh, you know, Michael Myers coming in or something and whatever. But it's all, you know, a manifestation of their fears or something. And that was, like, the point of the movie. Right, right. And, you know, and that never, you know, happened. And they just really brought back Michael Myers, probably because it cost too much to make it. But... Or it's too heady, but this is kind of reminding me that that it's like, here's the whole town, it's kind of in the fears, where even when Halloween End starts, they're like, oh, here's a a murder. Was this Michael Myers? Nah, this is guns, it can't be him. Right. So we're all scared of Michael Myers for how many years after. Right, and then then how much of this is actually us just giving into this and becoming the monsters that we sort of want to become? Um, and then blaming it on somebody else, right? Right. It's like there, there was that was the thing in in Halloween Kills is they wanted to do violence in some kind of way, and Michael Myers was kind of the excuse to be able to do the violence that they wanted to do. And right. That's, that's what was weird. Yeah, it's like that's the thing is people won't do anything crazy, but if you give them the reason to, they will, you know, unleash all their inner, you know. Let the hate flow through you, yeah. or whatever, and you striking know. me down, and your training will be complete. Yeah, exactly. And it's just <laughs> like you know, we will do all this crazy stuff because of some excuse, right? And that's why we will, you know, that's the the whole thing with like rioting, looting, and burning, and all that stuff. You right. know, you know, we do that because we get the opportunity. Yeah. So I mean. Whatever, but yeah, so there's that goes, and then finally, you know, Karen goes, I'm gonna go and find him. But already, Lonnie and what's her name, and Allison and Cameron Cameron go to go hunt Michael, and they for figure some it reason, out. they figure it out by a little map that they drew up, yeah, to figure out that he's going back, he's to going his house. back to the house, yeah, or something. So <laughs> that's kind of funny. Oh. <laughs> Also, the part I love is before that, <laughs> my favorite part is when uh, um, Lonnie's like, check out this tackle box. And he opens up his thing, and there's all these guns in there. Yeah. And Tommy's like, you got permits for all these? He's like, most of them. <laughs> like, yeah. That's great. But the fact that, like, when Cameron shows up and Allison show up, they're like, hi, Mr. Doyle. And it's like, oh, yeah, because he's 50 and they're teenagers. Exactly. To me, he's Tommy Doyle, the little kid in the space fan outfit. But <laughs> but now I was like, hi, Mr. Doyle, because he's a regular guy for the last 40 years. Yep. Or whatever. Or my dad's friend. And then when he's driving with Allison in the car, Lonnie, and he's like, oh, I remember your dad. You know, He used to sell me drugs. I know. <laughs> it this backwards. It was yeah. the opposite of the other story. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah, so which is the real story? Who knows? That's what that was funny. <laughs> that was again all those Danny McBride things that you know he that was his contra- that was contribution. Good. That was just real good. Yeah. But the fact that all of a sudden Lonnie has this thing of consciousness, who's like, I can't let my these two teenagers come in with me right. and get killed. I'm going to go in by myself and get by killed. Myself. Instead of being like, Hey, Tommy and a bunch of other people, let's all go in together or call the cops. 
or, or call, whatever. Uh, yeah, there were no cops. Yeah, or call the rest of them have, a mob. Huh? They actually have cops in this movie, right? And none of them do nothing. I know. And he goes in and gets killed, and then the kids go in, and then they find the bodies, and then Michael knows how to use a turntable, which might make sense because he was six. He probably played records as a little kid, so he knows it. He also he, knew how to drive. Yeah, so. that, that didn't make sense. <laughs> But so they're using turntable. So they're using a record player, which is cool because now records are cool now. But but they were cool when he was a kid, so that makes sense. So that works out that he was in jail. He was in uh, the insane asylum long enough that what was cool is now cool again. <laughs> so, He's been in jail long so enough was, to see the bad guy become the good guy, or the good guy become the bad guy. Yeah, you live long enough to be the bad guy, <laughs> become the villain. But um. So he plays the music for Big and Little John, yeah. just sitting there dead and posing the picture, and then the, and then Alice is like, "Oh, go you go and go wander, Cameron. Even though there's a murderer here, yeah, we should stick together." Mm. And then guess what? Cameron starts getting killed. She comes after him with a shotgun. He moves it away. This is very reminiscent of Halloween Part Four again. And he like knocks the shotgun away. He throws her down the stairs like part one. She breaks but her leg like part one. He's Cameron fights him like the boyfriend from Dazed and Confused in part four. Oh, interesting. Yeah. On the top of the stairs. And in part four, he kind of like breaks his neck. In this one, he like he definitely breaks his it. neck. It's more of this slamming the face into stuff, blunt trauma. Yeah, there was a lot of blunt trauma. And then it's like, oh, hey, remember when he kissed the tiger girl? This is the thing that. Everybody who saw 2018 is like, why didn't the guy who, who should have died not die? Well, now he is. And then they bust yeah. his head through the spokes, and then he walks down, and she's like, no, you asshole. Ah, don't hurt him. And he's like, oh, you don't want me to hurt him? Okay, I'll just turn his head 180 degrees right. and crack him open. And then she's all mad, and then he comes after her, and then she's like, do it. Do it. Do it. And you think, do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. <laughs> That's a poster from Mountain Dew with the Emperor. Do it. And she says that, and then you think she was wanting to get killed by Michael, but no, it's she's telling her mom to hit him with poke the him with the pitchfork. pitchfork that was with the scarecrows outside the house. And then she's good, steals the mask, and you don't mess with Michael Myers' nope. mask. That's bad. And chases her through the houses. It's a booby trap, and there's everybody. The mob. The mob. Oh, also, uh, part of the mob is uh, Sheriff Brackett. It's the actual actor coming back who was uh, security at the hospital, which I felt bad because they brought him back, which I'm glad that they showed that he was, like, security there. Because in part four, he, like, retired and went to Tampa. And in this one, he's, like, working security. He, like, must have, you know, quit the force. Right, and just became a rent-a-cop. Yeah, rent-a-cop at the hospital. Right. But he's there. Which I kind of like that he was in it. I did too. But then he's there part of the mob and he's like, hey, Michael, everybody's entitled to one good scare. Yeah. And it's like, oh, hey, they did that line, which he wouldn't have really said. the said. thing. He said that thing. <laughs> and then everybody beats him up. But no, but, and then they shoot him and they stab him and everything. Right. And Judy Greer gets the last shot, kill on him. And everything's great. And then she goes away. And then, of course, Michael gets his superpowers. Right. Pulls out the knife, and when Sheriff Brackett was going to shoot him in the head, s- cuts his throat, and you're like, oh, well, Brackett's dead. That feels bad. That was really short-lived. So they yeah. brought him back just to kill him. Then he kills everybody else, and there's a tiger dude who's in a lot of this stuff. So I'm like, I don't know if he's the dad of the tiger chick, but whatever. 
So there's some people dressed up in Halloween costumes who are getting That's super killed. funny. I didn't and then that. he kills like eight people yeah. somehow one by one. So I think right, the whole they all I, came and attacked him one at a time. They all killed. They all beat the snot out of him and stabbed him and shot him, and they think he's dead. And it's, and then before they can really kill him, he he kills them all one by one. So it's like the old kung fu TV show, right? Where it's like, oh well, if we all did it together, or oh, too bad we didn't bring more bullets, because then he just <laughs> and kills everybody one by one, and then it's just <laughs> adding to this count, so it's very Voorhees esque or yeah. something. Yeah, that's what it felt like. That 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 parts all felt like a. It was like oh, Jason. Know, that whole film. part at the end, the killing spree at the end, was just like oh, okay. Yeah, but it was to to add the numbers up and to to make him the the top He's unstoppable force. Right. But then with Tommy and Tommy was ridiculous because he was like uncontrollably wanting vengeance and right. mob. So I guess they had to teach him a lesson, and then he beat him with the old hickory. Until the bat splintered, and then he took the Sharpie bat and stabbed him. Yeah. And there's Tommy Doyle's dead. Yep. And then what's it called? Karen goes upstairs to the Myers house for no reason and looks out Judith's window, sees, like, the reflection or whatever. Right. And the whole idea is, oh, was Michael looking out at Haddonfield, or is he looking at himself? We'll find out in the next movie, but we don't. No. And And then he kills her. Yeah, and that was what was weird. Like, I didn't understand... In in Halloween Kills, the significance of him looking at himself in the mirror, like I know, I didn't understand that at all. I, I felt like there was things that were that were happening in this movie that I, the writers definitely had an idea of what that meant, and I just couldn't follow it. Because um, some people, what's funny is I listened to another podcast where one of the guys thought, "Well, what if Michael was abused?" Right, but then you're doing room. then you're doing or, the same thing as as the Rob Zombie film or whatever. But the fact is, they're thinking that or was Judith sexually abusing him, and that's why he killed her, right. or whatever. And why is he looking at himself, or is there something hidden behind it? Right. But there's part of me that's like, well, I don't want it because it's kind of like Rob Zombie, where it's like Michael Myers works because he's for some reason doing this. Right. And now it's like, oh, he's kind of sympathetic because he was this kid from a terrible house. Right, blah blah blah. Rom zombie version, where he's messed up, and of course he's going to kill all these horrible people. Yeah, but he doesn't. But this, you know, this it's supposed to be the original Michael Myers, and now he's killing way more people and killing people he doesn't need to kill when he could just steal the knife and and all that shit. <laughs> but so she's looking out the window for some reason, maybe looking for closure. It's so late. It is, and then he stabs the crap out of her. Yeah, yeah. So. She was in his window space, so she yeah. had to die. And plus, her name was Karen, and she was obnoxious through the entire film. Yeah, she so was. I was okay with the fact that she died. <sighs> yeah, I can understand. And she wore a Christmas sweater on Halloween. I didn't notice that, but that's hilarious. You watch it again. Halloween ends, and then in the end of Halloween eighteen, you see it's like oh, Christmas it's sweater. A Christmas sweater. That's hilarious. So that whole thing happened, and then ugh. all right, let's do Halloween ends because I am fading. Okay. Halloween ends. This is, I got three hours worth of material here. We, okay. we were recording for three hours. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, Halloween ends is when they throw... Apparently, Michael Myers gets away. Oh, and there's a cut scene, which I saw in the extended cut of Halloween ends or kills, where Lori calls Karen's phone. Oh, yeah. And then Michael picks it up and he... <sighs> breathes in it. Like he did with Linda when when he called Annie the Wallace house to talk to Annie, and Linda answers it, and then she gets choked out, and then Michael's breathing on the other end, 
And so that happens, and she knows it's Michael, and she's like, I'm going to kill you, Michael. And then she grabs the knife out of the that, that Allison left her, and it's like, I'm going to get you. And then you're like, all right. Because yeah. I think the whole point was Halloween Ends was supposed to still take place. The same night. The same night. So they're going to have three movies take place in all of Halloween night or yeah. into, you know, till sunrise at least. And And I don't know what the original plan was. Because this was supposed to be shot in early 2020. Right. So it all gets pushed back, and 28 or Halloween Kills comes out, and I don't know if they try to do a reverse pivot like, oh, Phantom Menace is too boring talking about trade disputes, so we're going to have a lot of super action that doesn't make sense in Attack of the Clones. And I don't know if that's the idea they were doing. It was weird. And then they said, let's just change everything. Yeah. Because in this movie, I'll give you a plot synopsis real quick. There's this guy who's watching a kid, and the kid tries to trick him about... Well, we'll talk about that scene right now, then. Yeah. Okay, the point is, it's Halloween 2019. There's this kid, this guy who's 21, and he mows the lawn for this rich people's house. They have this big, fancy house, and he's babysitting the kid while the parents go out for Halloween, and... And she says on how the kid's scared about Michael Myers and he wets the bed and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, okay. And then they watch The Thing by John Carpenter. Yeah, which and, I thought was a nice little nod. Yeah. Because also Tommy Doyle watched The Thing from Another World. Exactly. In Halloween before he made The Thing. Before he actually made it. Yeah. So he watched the original Thing from Another World. And, uh, and so he does this whole thing. And then the, my favorite line in the whole damn movie it's getting late. He's watching the horror movies. He's like, hey, you should be in bed. Let's go to bed. Or, you know, we're going to have to go to bed or something. He's like, whatever. I'm not, you know, well, I'm not going to bed. You do what I say. And he's like being a snotty kid. He's like, I thought we were going to make paper airplanes. And he's like, nah, nah, nah. We're watching this horror movie. He's like, well, I'm going to go get some food. He's like, he's like, well, I'm not scared. He's like, oh, okay. When he's like, you should be scared. Michael Myers doesn't kill kids. He kills babysitters. And it's like, <laughs> damn. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's true. Except for that a, one kid that he killed. Yeah, but he wasn't being kid. babysat. No. It was just so funny. He's like, my Myers don't kill. He's going to kill your ass. Yeah, I'm cool. Right. And it was just like, damn. And then he went and he even went in and he saw there was a knife at the cutting board and, and the zucchini bread. And he went to go find a Heineken because of product placement. Yeah. And he didn't drink it. He still got a chocolate milk or whatever. And then he went back and the kid was gone and the, the lights were out. This is the probably the most intense scene in the whole in the movie. whole movie. The whole movie. I'm like, this is really getting me on the edge. I don't know if I can watch this whole thing. Oh, it's late at night. What am I gonna do? And it's like <laughs> so he has a thing, and then I'm like, what, what happens to the kid? And I know the movie's supposed to take place in 2022, but this is 2019. What am I gonna do? Did he kill these guys? Oh my goodness! Ah. And then so I'm, I'm all worried. And then here comes. And the kid's gone, and the door's open, and the thing, and he goes outside, he looks for the kid, he can't find him. Then the kid's screaming upstairs, he runs upstairs, the knife's on the stairs, he picks up the knife, he runs up. There's like three stories of this house. Yeah, this house like a, is massive. Yeah, it's like a real rich people's house. Right. And there's like, the third story's like, has like the attic and stuff, and he's hearing the kid, and he goes into the room, and then the door closes and locks him in like the attic, and it's the kid locking him in. He's like, oh, Michael Myers is going to kill you. He's going to kill you. You're stuck in there. And he's like, hey, you little punk kid, you let me out. And then he starts, 
And I think he's partly scared of Michael Myers and partly mad at the kid. And he kicks and kicks and kicks and kicks and kicks and kicks the door. And right when he's kicking the door, the parents pull up and they start walking in. He's like, you little dude, I'm going to kill you, Jeremy. And he kicks the door. He busts off the seams. It hits the kid in the face. And he falls over the thing all the way three stories down and smacks on the floor. Right when his parents come in, after they heal, Jeremy, I'm going to kill you. Falls, splats, dead, bloods everywhere. They look up. He's standing there with a knife. And it's like, credits. Yeah. And then it's like, then instead of the pumpkin with the pumpkins, it's all jack o' lanterns that rip open to have another jack o' lantern inside, that rip open to show another jack o' lantern inside, blah, 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 over and over and over again, until there's just a pumpkin. And I was like, that's kind of lame. It's supposed to be symbolism of something for we're all pumpkins inside, or we're all, all pumpkins inside. All to the beginning, we're all murders. There's a pumpkin or whatever. And the fact, too, is it's not the same font as Halloween 1 and Halloween 2 that they redid in Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills. It's a blue font, which is from Halloween 3. Oh, best one. And if you know, <laughs> Halloween 3 is the devices movie that did not have Michael Myers in it. Which Correct. should be foreshadowing for us to realize that Michael Myers isn't going to be really in this movie. I didn't notice that. That's interesting. I didn't notice it till later, but I did notice it was blue, and I was like, "Wow, that's weird. It's blue instead of orange." Then after somebody pointed it out, and then I watched the Halloween three credits to see it's all blue. I'm like, "Well, there you go, there you go." And I so have to Michael do all Myers this is not in thing. there. So, but that opening scene when the kid hits the ground, and you're like, <gasps> "I know, right? Yeah, that was that was a good opening scene. Oh, it was great. Yeah, but the fact is, still, I'm like, wow. And part of me is like. What the hell does this have to do with this movie? Right. That's where I was like, did they are they are they moving this more into now Michael Myers like a cult of him or like he is people now are scared of him and become people are becoming Michael Myers um, because of fear and hatred or what what is this right? And then it just got really really weird really really quick. It felt like. Um, it felt like a different movie taking place in the Michael Myers universe. It felt yes. like as if Twilight was happening no, in the Michael. You know what it is? What it's is Christine. it? Christine. It's what? Seen Christine years ago, the the Stephen King film. Yeah, with the car. Yeah, yeah. If you notice in the movie, the guy Arnie Arnie um, Cunningham, uh-huh. it's Corey Cunningham. Oh, interesting. Arnie slowly, slowly gets crazier and crazier throughout the whole thing, and obsessed with Christine. Interesting, and it goes into the evilness. So this is this is literally a lot the same of revenge movie. plot and stuff and all that. Mm. It's kind of that, <clears throat> and there's parts of it where I was like, "Oh, that's kind of like Christine." And then after somebody else said, "It's just like Christine," I was like, "Oh my god, you're right." <laughs> but the main plot is so this kid three years later, you know, something happened. He got arrested. La da da. They find out he's not guilty of murder, so he's let out. But he's still the weird pariah kid. Right. And and then he's tormented and stuff and Lori takes uh, pity on him, interested in him, Allison. She right. she and him broken kinda, kid who date who killed another kid by accident. Date my daughter. Yeah, kinda <laughs> or my granddaughter, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's the part where he meets bullies, they mess with them, he finds Michael Myers. The high school bullies, which were the band geeks, which I thought was hilarious. Yes, I have that in my notes. <laughs> 
But he meets Michael Myers, and then he gets on a killing spree, and then he wants to be like Michael Myers, so he becomes a copycat Michael Myers yeah. and kills a bunch of people, and somehow Michael Myers still gets out and kills people. And yeah. then the whole thing is there's a, it's all the Corey show as the Michael Myers, and then Michael Myers gets to have a fight with Laurie. Right. Boom. That's the story. That's it. So that's your that's and your you plots have, and Rather than Michael Myers, M.M., you have Corey Cunningham, C.C. And- so, yeah. So you open up later. And Lori is, she's moved on with her life. It's three years later. Karen's dead. She's writing a book. She's writing memoirs, talking about stuff. And she's got a house that kind of looks like the houses from part four and five, which is shot in Salt Lake. But these are shot in Georgia or something. Oh, no. They first, first, first open with scenes from Halloween 78 because when they showed an intersection i said that's south pasadena <laughs> did they did they film this in south pasadena now these are all just scenes from the original movie which was shot right. in south pasadena so that's my moviness or my south pasadena roots pulling up and i'm like oh i know that that's 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 original and it's like oh never mind these are all shots of her growing up all flashbacks interesting and then they went into her thing and the house that kind of looks like part four and five and stuff um and then What's funny is she's all into Halloween. She's decorating for Halloween. Yeah. She wants to make pumpkin pies because it's Halloween. And the way I put it is it's some kind of soothing mechanism. It's some kind of therapy that she needs to do to embrace Halloween. Because if you remember from like Halloween H2O, Halloween was like taboo to her. Right, right. Like she's like, like remember when she caught her son and the, the, the Jumanji kid. Josh Hartnett and the Jumanji kid skipping school, doing this and stuff. She's like, out of all the days you pull this, today, today's the day. Today's the day that everything sucks and I'm on my wit's end and I'm, you know, my head's on a swivel because I think my brother's going to come and kill me today for the last 20 years today. Now she's like, Halloween's cool. I'm going to put up cobwebs and spiders and make pumpkin pie. And I have jack-o'-lanterns everywhere because I'm going to dive in Halloween because this is my way to fight Halloween Yeah, by embracing Halloween. Right, but that doesn't make sense because if it's it's only four years later and he's still on the loose, you think she'd be hunting for him. I don't know. And she, you killed my daughter, but maybe she did hunt for him for two years straight. Who knows? Yeah, but she hunted for him for she wanted. She didn't hunt for him. She just set it up a trap. Right. She wasn't going out because they knew where he was. She had this line that um, I prayed for him to escape for forty years for me to get him. Right. Yeah, but the idea is so. I think she went after him. He was gone or whatever. But she has to move on with her life or something. She did it for 40 years. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that 40 years she was this, and this much trauma makes her Sarah Connor, and then extra, extra trauma, and she's like, you know what? I just got to live life. Is her a Stepford wife? I don't (laughs) know. But, yeah. Yeah, it was weird. And then... um, the, I don't know if you watched the pitch meeting for this, but it's fantastic. You should watch the pitch oh, meeting for this. Oh, they already have it for Halloween Ends? They sure do. It was so good. I have to look up. He had some of the great lines because you have that scene where um, Michael Myers finally shows up an hour into the film. The, the movie is an hour and 50 minutes. Well, yeah. But, well, do you want to wait until we get there? Oh, well, what else is Oh, else but I was going to point out there's bullies that harass him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's funny that they're banned bullies and it not is. like football jocks. So no. that's funny. Yeah. So as a band kid, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Because some band people were mean. But 
And they want him to buy beer, and he's all like, eh, "No, you know, I'm not going to buy you beer. Buy you beer. I'm kind of on probation." And then he had some weird, super anger powers that makes him break his glass chocolate milk. Right. And he's got his all the, yoo-hoo. His, no, it's like <laughs> soldier. It's like it's a tough guy chocolate milk. soldier milk or something. <laughs> yeah. So he does that, and then Lori kind of stops it and everything, and then she introduces him to Allison, and Allison helps his his cuts, and then the doctor's kind of a jerk, and then she's got a friend Beth. Or I think it was Beth. And it's like, oh, you know, she's going to die later because cause she's her friend. Right. And she's also a jerk, too, though. Eh, I don't think she's a jerk. She just seems like a dizzy, ditzy oh. girl. Later, she seems, well, she doesn't really seem like a jerk. But the fact is, when she's pulling the glass out of his hand, she's talking about on how she's like, oh, I'm kind of trying for a promotion for charge nurse. Later in the movie, you find out that Beth got it. And then later you're figuring out, then he talks, then the doctor talks to her where either he's yelling at her for saying, oh, I'm sorry, I got the job instead of you, or he's got the moves on her, which later on you find out he's got the moves on her. Right. And you're like, oh, that makes more sense why he got the job. But you're like, okay, she's going to die sooner or later because she's just the other, she's the contemporary, the final girl, you know. The final girl. It's funny. But then the point is. He meets up with the band geeks. Oh, then they go on. They go to uh, the bar and have, and they go dancing. And he's got a weird scarecrow mask. It's kind of funny looking and stuff. And then when he finally takes the mask off and is enjoying himself, he runs into the mom of the kid right. who died. She gets pissed off at him. Like, what makes you think you can have? Like you be happy? Yeah. And so he leaves. And then, oh, also Lindsay Wallace. Who survived Halloween and uh, kills? Oh yeah, she's there. She like works at the bar, so she's just kind of there. She really doesn't add much. No, she doesn't. I'm happy she's in the movie, but I thought she'd have a bigger part and more yeah. to do, but she doesn't. She doesn't so even she, die. No. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. So she's there and everything, and then all of a sudden, so he's like running away. Allison goes to find him, and then he's like, "Why did you make me come here?" And now I ran to this girl, and now I'm all pissed off, and I'm going to leave. And then he's all, rah, 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 rah. and and then the Bane geeks find him. They and push they him off a bridge. Push him, and he's got a switchblade or something. Yeah, it was weird. Where did he get the switchblade? I, I don't forgot. know. Maybe he just brought it for protection. No, but he had to get it from something. I forgot. So he had it, and then the drummer knocks it out of his hand, and then they end up, oh, and the thing, too. Oh, no, he got it from Lori, I think, because they puncture the tire. Oh, yeah, 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 of the cars. Yeah, dude, we're all over. So he punctures the tire of the car to the bullies when they mess with them at the, the chocolate first milk. Time. And with then, the chocolate milk. And then later, he works at, like, a, a, a junkyard or something. Because he needs overalls. His, <laughs> <laughs> if he had overalls, he'd be dead already. Yeah. But he works at a junkyard with a guy who I listened to one podcast that said it was his uncle. And another, and I always thought it was like his stepdad. Yeah, I kind of thought it was too. Yeah. So whatever. his mom had that weird Jason. No, it had that weird uh, psycho uh, relationship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Norman yeah. Bates. Yeah, kind of weird. Very, very Norman over, Bates-y. over Overwhelming, over, um, what do they call it? Over, overbearing? Overbearing relationship with him. Yeah, and but plus she tried to is, kiss him a couple of times. It was weird. Yeah. So this dude, this other dude is like his stepdad. Well, first he's like, hey, you're late again. And you're like, oh, he's going to fire his ass. Right. And then he's like, here's the deal. You're late too much. You're riding this bike. Here's a he motorcycle. A car. A motorcycle. He's like, awesome. Thanks, dude. And then so he has the motorcycle for the rest of the movie. So you're like, this guy's cool. Then later you find out he's at the house. And you're like, oh, he must be his stepdad. Because always, they always went by first name and he didn't call him dad. So that whole thing. So you're like, okay, this guy's a pretty cool dude. And then 
Um, so that happens. But then when he's at work, the um, the the kids come in, right? And the dad of the one the lead bully is like, "This dumb, stupid kid of mine doesn't know how he's driving over a flat tire. Right? So stupid." Blah blah blah. And then so when later, when they assault him after he's at the party, he's like, well, you're only a jerk because your dad treats you like crap. That's why you treat people like crap because he hates you and he treats you like crap. You know, he talks to you like this. He's like, oh, screw you. And that's when they started messing with them. And the one girl, Margo, is like, don't, don't. Why are we messing with him? La, la, la. And then he, they said whatever. And they throw him over the side of the bridge. And then they're like, he fell, you know. And then later, he's passed out, and somehow he's dragged in the sewer. Where Michael Myers lives. Michael Myers lives in the sewer. And, like, which is like weird. Pennywise. Yeah. Which makes sense that he's, like, living there for four years trying to heal up or something. Right. I don't know. And that was the funny joke that Pitch Meeting at Ed said, that, like, he's living in the sewer like a geriatric Pennywise. And I'm yeah, like, that's that hilarious. <laughs> and then he wakes up. So Michael Myers dragged him in here for what? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that was weird. And then he wakes up. He walks around. And then Michael finds him, tries to kill him, looks him in the eyes, and is like, I feel your pain. Right. Here is some of my power. I'm not really sure what that know. was about. That's the whole idea. Does he see that this is? Does he right. realize? Who sees what we see in that moment? I have no idea. <laughs> is he transferring power? Is what? Because slowly after that, he starts becoming more Michael and more Myers. evil. He pops out of nowhere. He, he stands in the position. Yeah, because then my next note is Corey's the new shape. Right. Because he's like Lori looks out the window, he's there by the bushes. He starts acting like Michael Myers and stuff. And I felt like it's like in the movie Christine because he hangs out with that car and slowly he comes more demented and evil and everything like that. And that Arnie character, he's sitting there and there's even a part where he's driving with his friend. He's talking about, oh, she's this and this and this. And he thinks she's talking about the girl who's in Baywatch later in life, the actress. And he's like, no, not her, Christine, the car, car. that's my girl. And it's like he comes weirder and weirder. And there's bullies in that, too, because it's Stephen King, because Stephen King got picked on as a kid, so all bullies are evil. So, And there's this one fake Tron Travolta guy and his leather friends and stuff, even though it's the 80s, he's still dressed like 50s greasers. And slowly, Christine kills these guys. So it's kind of like how Arnie kind of goes after the people that robbed him, wronged him. Right. So it is very Christine-esque. Yeah. Which I didn't really, really notice until somebody pointed out, and then it's like, it's totally obvious. Yeah. So that whole thing. But the fact that Michael, for some reason, either transfers his thing, finds that he, he has something with him or whatnot, because there's a scene later where Lori's hanging out with Lindsay at the bar, and she says, hey, you got to meet this guy, and it's the dad of the kid that died. Yeah, that's right. And he goes and says, I knew it wasn't right. There's something up, and I wanted to talk to the guy, and I saw him the other day, but it wasn't and I him. said, I want to talk to him because I know my wife's wrong, and I know it must it had to be an accident, and I know this is a good kid, and he drives up, and he sees him walking on the street, which is just like yesterday or something, post him becoming evil, right? and he's like, um, and I miss it, and I guess, and he goes, um, I looked in his eyes for a second, and it's not the kid that cut my lawn, right? it's something different. Because that kid who cut my lawn, that kid would never kill my kid. But this guy's eyes, he could have killed my kid. It was different in his eyes. Right. And it's like, so somehow he changed. Shaw's eyes. 
Doll's eyes. <laughs> black black, black eyes. eyes. Doll's eyes. <laughs> but, so what's funny is where Michael Myers somehow as a little kid came pure evil killing his sister. Yeah. This guy's only becoming pure evil because he's been pushed to the brink. Right. So it's like the opposite. So if the idea is this is how you make a killer, it doesn't really make sense because it's totally different from Michael Myers' story. It's different. It's like, because if he was evil all the time, because he had anger when he was pissed off at Jeremy for locking him up, but it was a lot of fear and stuff like that. So I don't know what he was pointing at. So it's not like he had super evil inside and then Michael brought it out. Because apparently the way this guy's talking about it and everything, he's a good kid. He's not drinking the beer. He's drinking milk. He's doing all these things. And now he's becoming evil. Right. You know? And then apparently there's a cop. corruption. There's a cop who used to date Allison for a little bit. Yeah, everybody's evil except for Corey. And, of course, the, the Strode family. And then Corey turns evil. He's super, yeah, he gets eviler and eviler. Right, right, right. So, but yeah, so Michael doesn't choke him out, and then he gets no. out. Oh, I, I skipped Grabs him in the next, and then, and like, that, pitch meetings, like, are they going to kiss? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and then, for some reason, he sees something in the reflection of the eye, and it's all like, oh, I'm reading your soul. And right, I guess it was weird. I either feel sorry for you, which I shouldn't, but it's like, why would he pull him in there and not kill him? Or, but he usually doesn't kill people that are unconscious, so it's like he pulled him in there and then tried to kill him and then decided not to. It's like that doesn't make sense at all. Right. Then he gets out. Corey gets out. And then all of a sudden the homeless dude who's just hanging out there, he's like, oh, he brings people in there all the time, but you're the only one who came out. So is he? how was he bringing people? How was Michael Myers bringing people in there? Or was stray kids like running around and then he pulled them in there? Like, there was that one missing person sign of that of that lady. There was a missing person sign up on one of the billboards. Oh, see, that's good, because I didn't notice that. Yeah. I was like, okay. That was the only thing that tied that in. No, you're right. It was the billboard. Yeah. The billboard is somebody. So was she hanging out down there? That had to have been And then Michael Myers came out of the sewer and pulled her in, like like poor freaking uh, Richie, or was it Richie? I don't know. Or Joey. No. Whoever Billy's little brother was that Pennywise got. Yeah. Billy. So... Yeah, so somehow he, like, brings people in there, and what's he doing? Because he's not eating them or anything. Right. So it's What like, is he eating? And, like, what, what's... Rats. He's eating the rats. It's, it's such a weird movie. There's so many questions, and it's it's it, it felt yeah. like they were going to go to somewhere like a cult of Michael Myers or something like that, and then... Or, like, the Michael Myers uh, gene needs to be passed on to somebody in some kind of weird way, and then they just said... Now nah, we're not going to do that. Let's go ahead and have Corey Cunningham kill himself, uh, which was the weirdest thing ever. It's like it was if, Georgie. How did I miss that? It's Georgie. Well, it makes sense. Georgie. Georgie. And he had a did boat like folded up like how this guy's folding up airplanes. Yeah. Georgie. Poor Georgie with the boat. But uh, said, Billy's my bestest friend. <laughs> Sorry. That's you know what's so movie. funny? Is I always used to make fun of people who are like, oh, I can't see that because I have kids. And if I my kids, it's like, you don't understand because you're not a parent. And I'm like, all right, whatever. But then when I saw it after I had Robert and like little Georgie's like, oh, Billy's my bestest friend. He's like, I'm going to eat you. And then he gets him. And I'm like, oh, my God, it hit me right here. <laughs> Even when I saw it like with like Lego versions of it and stuff, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm so 
I'm emotionally distraught because I have a little kid who could get sucked up by a cloud in a sewer. <laughs> but whatever. So, but sorry. You're right. Yeah. So he does that whole thing. And then there's the cop who was dating Allison for a little bit. And I guess she's ditching him and she's done with that. And then the cop doesn't like Corey. So he follows him. But then Corey's like, I'm going to lead you to a trap. I'm going to lead you to the Pennywise sewer. Right. And he takes him in there. And then Michael Myers helps him kill him. And yeah. Michael Myers kills him. He's like, good. Teach me how to do this. And it's like, they what go on a the weird hell? killing spree together. It was, yeah. it was so weird. It's so weird. And then what's funny. So here is what's up with the sewer. And then it's like Corey's the new shape. Right. Cause he's doing all, all the, the things. Michael Myers stuff. And then I write now they're working together. Right. Cause they show the nurse with the doctor and they're, Definitely gonna bone, and that was weird too because she kept calling him Doctor something. something. They never, she never called him by their by his name. Somebody else pointed that out too. Yeah. But I think maybe that's the way they do it. Like he's like, I'm still the dog, right? It's really interesting though in this particular rendition because this movie seemed to have something, or, or, or this this trilogy seemed to have some importance with names. Like they overused all the characters' names a lot. And so that was a really interesting take that that particular guy's name is going to be Dr. Whatever. You know, that what his first name didn't matter. It had to do with the fact that he was a doctor. That's what mattered. Yeah. Again, it was just all weird stuff. Yeah, but the other thing too. So, yeah, so in a sense, I guess because this doctor was a jerk to Allison, he, he hunted him down, which makes sense because he's like, hey, you're fucking with my girl. Right. And so I'm going to bring Michael Myers to your house. Yeah. But then when he gets there, he's like, I'm going to do some killing, so I'm going right. to wear my scarecrow mask. That felt like the Scream movies. Yes, and then he's like, I'm going to stab you with uh, the corkscrew, which I understood because when he popped the wine, it took too long to show him popping the cork with the corkscrew. I'm like, oh, he's still going to use a corkscrew. Just like in Friday the 13th Part 4, where he, <laughs> where poor Christian Glover, a.k.a. George McFly, got the corkscrew on him, but... So he's like stabbing him in the neck with a corkscrew. And the girl sees it and she's like, oh my God. Then he's going crazy trying to get at the girl. And then while she's in there, here comes Michael Myers in there. And they're like teaming up for this murder. It's like, you take that guy, I'll take this girl. And then he pins her to the wall, old school, Bob style. And it's just like, what is this? Is this like, oh, it's training day? And then he was somehow getting stronger from killing people. Not much. Yeah, but it was still weird. Like you could tell like. He's somehow gaining power from this. Yeah, but so the whole thing, too, is so there's that. And it's like, is this his sidekick? And I know that was a potential plot for part five. Because at the end of part four, Jamie, the little girl, the way they ended the movie is she, the, 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 the foster mother is like drawing her bath because she's already had a hell of a Halloween with Michael Myers trying to kill her. So she draws her bath and she's going to. You know, give her a bath and let her chill out. But instead, Jamie puts back on the clown mask, picks up the scissors, and reenacts the original scene from Halloween, and then goes in and stabs her foster mother, presumably to death, but later you find out she didn't. And then they're like, and then she comes out with the bloody scissors at the top of the stairs. Loomis sees her and goes, no, no, no. <laughs> and he's about to shoot her with his gun that he keeps on in, on him. And then uh, uh, Sheriff Meeker stops him from shooting her. And you're like, oh, man, is she going to be the new Michael Myers? Ooh, we Michael just saw him get the shot the F up by not only the cops in Haddonfield, which were, there weren't many left, but all the cops from the neighboring county who came in 
and shot him up, and there he's dead. Because that's how we end the movie. But and now she, is she going to be the new Michael Myers? It was it right? And then they were like, "Oh, is Michael Myers going to come back? And she's going to be with him? Is she going to be like Robin to his Batman <laughs> or whatnot?" And then it was like, "Ah, now nah, we're just going to junk all that. Michael's going to come back, and she's going to have some weird psychic thing and be a mute, and then later be able to talk, and then whatever." Yeah. Because part five is so weird. But so he's like the apprentice. But Michael Myers kills like three people in the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 really interesting considering he killed 30 people in the one previous to that. Yeah. But then the thing too is later. And then the thing I think of is Friday the 13th 5, the new beginning. Because in Friday the 13th 5, Jason isn't in it. Right. It's a, it's a copycat. So Friday the 13th 2, 3, and 4 are all Jason. Somehow grown up and avenging his mother's death and killing the people of the camp, going to a lake house, killing all those people and some bikers, and then the next night killing the people at this one house, and somehow the house next door, he meets Corey Feldman and the brother of the guy, the girl who died in part two, and the main girl, and bam, they end up killing Jason, and he's dead because it's called the final chapter. So he's literally dead. There's no way we can make any more sequels. Except we can. Except we can. <laughs> so what they do is they have the grown-up, um, what's his name, uh, Tommy, Tommy, who's the Corey Feldman's guy grown up, and he's at some weird, weirdo camp, and there's somebody else pretending to be Jason the whole time killing everybody. And then also Tommy's got things where he's having visions of Jason, like how Lori did in H2O. Right. Of visions of Michael Myers. So when Michael's really coming at her, she closed her eyes saying, yeah, the vision will go away. And it didn't go away because it's really him. But so, and what's funny about part five is when Jason has red lines on his hockey mask, it's the vision from the original one. But if he has blue lines, that's the fake Jason. So the fake Jason kills a bunch of people. That shouldn't count in the kill count for Jason because he's not really Jason killing the guy. And all the kills in part one don't count count either either. because that's the mom killing them. And when the mom dies, that shouldn't count either. So if you're saying Jason's deaths versus other people, like how in Halloween 2, Ben Tramer shouldn't count because that was an accident. Somebody else. Right. So back to the thing is, so you feel like it's part five where it's like somebody else is pretending to be Jason. It's somebody else is pretending to be Michael Myers. Myers. And literally all these deaths and all this part of the movie that we talked about so far and him dating Allison and then now Lori feeling like this guy's a little weird and all the bullies picking on him and him. Oh, he killed the record called the homeless guy because he had a switchblade, but it was kind of an accident. And he's kind of like, oh, well, and I killed the guy. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you killed the kid. Oh, but it's not that. It's the homeless guy. And all that stuff is all, I don't know, Saturday. Because Halloween 2022 is a Monday. That's what's going to happen this year. So it was Halloween 2022 on Monday. And that party was on a Saturday night. And all this stuff is like four days before Halloween. It's a good question. And then all of a sudden, it's Halloween. So it's like, oh, there's all these deaths. There's all this movie that took place before Halloween. That's a a lot of time Yeah, before Halloween. It doesn't feel like a Halloween movie. No. Then all of a sudden, it's Halloween morning, and Lori's sitting there messing with the guy because he's sleeping in the house of the kid that died because it's abandoned because I guess the parents can't live with the fact that the kids died in that house, so they must have left it. And... 
And she's like, you stay away from Allison because you're now crazy. You stay here until you're not crazy anymore. <laughs> and then he's like, F you, I'm going to hit you with a fire poker. Oh, she already got out. And then, then he's like, screw this. I'm done with this. I'm pissed off. So I'm going to go to the sewers. And then he says, hey, you, Batman, I'm Batman now. I'm going to beat you I up. Know. I'm going to fight you, and I'm going to take your mask. And he's so weak, and he beats him up. So is is the fact that... This kid that got beat up by the band kids... Yeah, so is it the fact that Michael Myers is so beat up from Halloween Ends that after four years, he's so weak, he can't kill anybody? Plus, he's 70-something years old. Wow, and he's... What would he be, 65? Yeah, it's four years later, so he'd be 65. Still funny. So he's 65, but I bet that stuntman who's 65 could beat the crap out of this Corey kid. Yeah, especially if the band geek can beat the crap out of him. But I don't know what the deal is. But there yeah. Is, you know, so maybe Michael doesn't have any energy. But you think, he didn't kill enough the people. fact that he killed people he got energy? Yeah, that's what's weird. Was he pulling people in the sewer to kill him so he got energy and survive? I don't know. Yeah. Because they don't explain any of this no. stuff. And in... And they don't even leave it ambiguous enough that it makes sense. No, like, they just did, like, they were just oh, doing okay. stuff. They're yeah. like, and we think this will look cool on screen, so let's do it. And now it's Halloween night, and he wants revenge of the bullies. He he, he goes them to follow him to the the um the the junkyard, the junkyard, and then he kills the one guy, and uh, the one guy with the drumstick in his eye. And then they go, and they're like, oh, no, what happened? And then he starts up like a truck and chases them. And the black girl gets over the fence. And the redhead, who was kind of on his side right. before, he chases her. And I felt like it was, that's when I was like, oh, it's kind of like Christine when she chased the people. But she kept running straight. Why don't you run to the side? It's the Prometheus school for running away. Because there's the part where Charlize Theron in the movie Prometheus, when the spaceship is rolling... And she keeps running straight. It's a big old spaceship, but you can go 15 feet to the side, and it will roll right by you. Nope, she keeps running until it crushes her. <laughs> so whatever. So she runs to the fence, barely gets over. He hits the fence, his pens are under her. You think she's dead, but she's not dead. Nope, not yet. And then the black girl's like there, and then she gets slapped in the face with a wrench. She's dead. And then the, the main bully, he comes over. Finds out that the redhead, Sandra, is still alive. And and she's like, where's, what's her name? And he's like, ah, oh, she's dead. And then she sees that he's right there. She's like, so are you. But what's funny, oh, I totally missed the part that the stepdad or whoever he is. Right. Was watching Hard to Kill with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Throwback to nice. Shannon. <laughs> who doesn't know who he is. You know, where yeah. Jean-Claude is in his total mullet face. Yeah. And he's watching out his headphones in his office. Probably get away from that. Bitch of an ex of his wife or you know, sister. Or sister or <laughs> How's this Whatever working? She is. He's like, I gotta go to work and watch a movie. And he comes out and he's like, "What's going on?" And the bully kid comes in. And it's like, I don't know. This dude is scaring us. So he's like, "Here's a gun. Let's go." And he goes out and he says, "Corey, is that you?" And before he could do anything, the freaking bully shoots at Corey and hits the stepdad. Right. So you don't know if Corey would kill the guy, stepdad slash right. uncle, whatever he is. I don't think he would have because he was so cool to him. Yeah. But whatever. It didn't matter because the guy killed him. And the guy shot him. And then he gets him and then uses a blowtorch. I don't know where he got the blowtorch. But he uses the blowtorch to his face, which is pretty good. Yeah. Then the girl's still under the damn fence. And I thought he was just going to leave her alone because she was the one who kind of was up for her. Nope. nope. He had a Rob Zombie smash her, smash in, the her face. in the face. Yeah. And then he goes, kills his mom. 
old school Halloween style over the side because she's like she's so overbearing, psycho Norma Bates style. Right. So he has to take her out. Then he goes to the radio station and kills the radio jockey guy because that guy's been a pain in the butt. Right. Because there's a scene earlier where he and Allison were on the top of the radio station. He fakes like he's gonna die, falls on a lower level. He's like, oh, I'm just not, I'm not jumping off the roof. And then later he jumps off the side, falls on the floor, and he and he sits up like Michael Myers sits up. Yeah, I was like, ooh, ooh, that's creepy. But the guy comes out, talks hella smack, and he's been talking weird stuff about Lori and all this stuff. So this guy's a jerk anyway. So he goes to the radio station, and the point I'm gonna make here is. He goes in, and there's a receptionist there. Now, at night at radio stations, there's usually no receptionist. There's nobody but usually the DJ. And the doors are locked or whatnot. But for some reason, the receptionist there. And I'm like, is she there other than just being a hot blonde? Right. What's her purpose? Exactly. Or to add a kill count. So she's there, and she's doing one thing that I hate. She's cutting little um, paper-folding ghosts. So, you know, when you fold the paper and right. you cut and out a ghost and they're you all unfold it and they're all connected. Yeah. And that's for Halloween decorations. It's probably, what, 9 o'clock on Halloween night? Why the hell are you making Halloween decorations? I hate that, that they have to have a cliche of somebody, like, carving a pumpkin on Halloween at 9 o'clock at night. When it's like, why would you do that? You'd have to do that in the day before everybody goes trick-or-treating at like 6. Because right. nobody trick-or-treats after 8 or something or something. So they always do like Halloween-esque things on Halloween night. If they did it for the first hour and 10 minutes of the movie, which happened before Halloween, that might make sense. But she's doing that, and I hate that. It's like, oh, I'm going to cut these ghost things for no stupid reason. Because you know what? On the day after Halloween, they tear everything down and put up Christmas stuff. <laughs> they don't even use Thanksgiving anymore. No turkeys. No. It's all Christmas. And then she's a hot blonde and be a hot blonde. But she's barely a hot blonde, so you don't even get to like be like, ooh, nice tits. No. And then she's dead, and she's barely dead on scene, on screen. And then I find out later she's somebody who's like doing uh, Joe Bob Briggs. Have you ever heard of that guy? No. He's a guy who, you know, you know how Elvira used to show movies? Yeah. And she would do, like, the bumpers on everything. Yeah. So there's a guy, Joe Bob Briggs, who would do that. Okay. He was some, like, guy who live in a trailer park. Yeehaw, you know, this movie's great. <laughs> it's got 52 dead people, 14 titties, and and a helicopter that explodes. Let's watch it. And he was he did that kind of stuff. So apparently on one of his more recent runs, there was some girl who was some hot chick with big boobs who would do who would bring him the mail or something. That's her. But I guess she used to be a porn star whose name was Diana Prince. So if you try to look her up, Diana you're only Prince. you're only find Wonder Woman Wonder stuff because Wonder Woman is right. Diana Prince. So you have to go Diana Prince, Joe Bob Briggs, and it's like, oh, there she is, and and then you do one. Diana Prince, porn star. Oh, there she is. So she was like a legit porn star who must have stopped doing porn and just did scenes for these Joe Bob Briggs stuff. One of the movies they did was Halloween 2. <laughs> That's random. Or, sorry, Halloween 4, yeah. where she wore the shirt that Kelly Meeker wore that says cops do it by the book that she wore with no pants, even though her dad and the other deputy showed up. She never put pants back on. And then... <laughs> Michael Myers killed her with no pants on and still that shirt. But whatever. So, you know, she they were doing an homage to that. So I found out. So I'm guessing she's in that because she might know the people who make the movie. Yeah. But she was barely in it. Like, you would expect to see her die. But, no, they kind of kill her off screen. 
while he goes to kill the DJ who pissed him off the night before, and he slams his face in enough to make his jaw break open. Right. So does he have super strength, or did he just hit him right? Right. Is that's what that's the weird stuff about it. And the thing is, his character was more about vengeance than it was about evil. Like yeah. I feel like if it if it wasn't somebody that like wronged him in some kind of way, he wouldn't have cared. Right, because Michael Myers went after kind of who was it was random in front it was, of him. exactly who was in front of him or like I got a fancy to you right like I dig Lori so I'm gonna follow her the whole day he didn't kill anybody between the time she went to the house and dropped off the key before school and that night right he didn't kill anybody but he killed Annie and and everybody because they showed up being hot chicks right. And he said, I'll kill you because you're hot and you're cool and you're here. But so he either kills him because he's into him or whatnot. But this guy was like Christine where he's going after people that wronged him. Right. And so this is Corey. He's got the Halloween mask because he went and beat up Michael and took his mask and killed his mom and killed those kids and killed or the, the bullies. And now he's killing the DJ. And then the kind of thing that's kind of cool is he cut his tongue off. So the records skip because yeah. they actually have records at this DJ place. I know it's is not done on a computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the weird, the weird thing, like the, then he goes after Lori because she's the other vendetta that he yeah, needs to go after. Trying to separate him from his lady, mm-hmm. and he has the dumbest line ever, where he says that if you can't have, if I can't have her, no one will. And no, then he but before that, you kills talk himself. About the, no, 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 no. First, you got to talk about the fact is she's sitting there, and when. And Allison's like, no, I love it. I love him, and I want to do stuff, and I'm going to go. And she's like, well, well, Allison left me, so I'm going to start drinking again, go upstairs, open up my gun safe, and blow my head off. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, why the hell would Lori commit suicide here? And I was really pissed off at the movie right. for putting her in this position. And she's calling in a suicide, and blah, 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 and she lights these candles and lights the jack-o'-lanterns and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you see a shot, and then boom, the guts fly on the on the on the wall. But you're supposed to think it's her head. And then one of the guys that listened to the podcast was like, "I can't believe they killed her right there. I thought she was dead." And I was like, "No, that's pumpkin guts. Why the hell did she shoot the pumpkin? Because Michael Myers was right there." And then she's like, "Oh, you think I was gonna commit suicide, dummy?" And shot him. Well, guess what? It's Corey the whole time. Yeah. But I don't know why she knew it was Corey. Yeah. She should have been like, oh, my God, you're Michael. I thought you were Corey, but you're really Michael because you're wearing the mask. Where did you get the mask? Because you can't get it at the Halloween store because they stopped selling those in 1989 after the last time. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but so that whole thing, and that's what you're talking about where he's like. If I can't have her, no one no one will, and then he kills himself, which doesn't make any sense because usually when we say, if I can't have her, no one will, that means I'm going to kill her. Right, but he's like, doing the whole thing is, now I'm going to kill myself, so guess what? They're going to think you kill me. Exactly. They're going to think you're the crazy person. But and that guess, still doesn't... But he knew she was outside. So when she walked in, Lori, and Lori pulls a knife out too. She like pulls a knife out so it's in her hand, just the way he had the knife when the kid died. So he's dead. So he's now, so first of all, I was originally feeling like it was like Nightmare on Elm Street 2. The whole point of that was Freddy couldn't get people in the dreams, so he had to possess the kid who moved into Nancy's house. And then that guy physically killed everybody. 
that Freddie possessed him. So I was like, that's kind of like this. And I'm like, no, nah, it's not. It's more like Friday Five where there's a copycat killer. And then on yeah. Halloween night, he literally copycatted. He wore the helmet, he wore the mask, and he killed all the people. And if you watch security footage or something, you'd be like, well, that's Michael Myers for sure. Look, he's the Michael Myers mask. Right. It can't be Corey because he's Michael Myers. It's definitely Michael Myers' is back. Now, so, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, well, I'm going to kill myself. Right. It would have been different if she killed him thinking it was Michael. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's not Michael. And then Michael shows up, and they have that final showdown. Yeah, but the fact is, then, what's, what's her name shows up? Oh, Allison yeah. shows up and is like, oh, you killed him. I knew you would kill him because you were mad at him. And then leaves. Right. And then now all of a sudden, the Corey movie ends. And the real Halloween movie begins. And the Halloween movie we were told starts. <laughs> right. Because she realizes the doors open. And then, because Michael doesn't close doors. Right. And then Michael goes and said, give me this mask back. And then Corey's still alive. And he's like, ah, I'm still alive. And then Michael's like, screw you. And kills and twists his neck and cracks it. And he's like, now I'm going to fight Lori. So it really feels like, hey, we're going to try to tell this movie about Corey for 98 minutes. Right. And this is the point. But you know what? We kept promoting it's Michael versus Lori for who knows how long. The two movies beforehand feed to this. Right. But somehow we wanted to give you something completely different. I could barely believe it was written by the same people. I had to double check to make sure. Because you're right. Because all other sequels, it's like when they kind of go off the rails and do stuff, you're like, oh, well, it's a whole different director, a whole different writer. Right. And this was the same guy. Same people. And they were supposedly supposed to have an overarching trilogy in their heads. Once they realized no, they that Halloween no made doing. so much. Because the idea was it was supposed to be sequels back to back. They said, F it, let's make one movie that ends. Okay, it makes money. Now we can make a sequel. Oh, let's do a trilogy. So you'd think at the time, because they knew they were going to do a trilogy before they even made the second movie. Did they not have an effing idea? No. This is worse than Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> they they had no Star idea. Wars, it's literally like, because yeah. Force Awakens and Last Jedi are two days apart. And then Return, Rise of Skywalker is like, oh, we're going to forget all that stuff and make it a few years later. Halloween and, and Kills are the same night. Four years later, we're going to make something completely different. Right. It was random. It, it was, was weird. Like, but it's the same FM people. It's not like, oh, I know. Ryan Johnson did this movie. And now, and everything he pissed on J.J. Abrams from now, J.J. Abrams is going to be like, piss on you, Ryan Johnson. I'm going to go back to what I wanted. Right. It's. What the hell? Right. It what didn't make any sense. So I did like the suicide trick, but, you know, but all this stuff. And now Michael shows up and now Michael's like, hey, I want my mask back and I want to get you because I didn't get you four years ago and I didn't get you 44 years ago. So now we're going to fight. And then he fights Laurie. And what I kind of liked is one thing is they didn't do too many nods in this to the old movies. So I didn't go like, oh, it's so Force Awakens where they find the the, the Jedi training ball. and Right. But it's like, there was like, I'm like, there's like barely any nods in this. And then all of a sudden she whips out the kneading needle and tries to stab him. Then he tries to stab her in the ear, but somehow she fights it because he's so weak, I guess. So I'm like, (laughs) knitting needle, old school, Halloween ones. Then she pulls out the thing and hits him with a fire extinguisher. I'm like, awesome. Halloween H2O, fire (laughs) extinguisher. Awesome. I love this. 
And but then all of a sudden it's like, oh, now we're gonna fight, and you're gonna try to put my hand in the garbage disposal. But somehow I'm strong enough to get out of it because you're weak. Right. Not because you're 65, because apparently you haven't killed enough people and you're super weak because a fucking pussy motorcycle guy was able to beat you up and steal your mask. I know. <laughs> yeah. So it feels like this is a whole nother movie. Yeah. Half the stuff we were watching before is like. That's why I was like, don't pay to go see this. This is a corny <laughs> movie. And now it's like, now we have to sit there and pay off everything because apparently we made two other movies that led to this and we totally went off the rails and now we're going to go back right? just for this fight. And then she ends up stabbing his arm and getting it in the, and pinning it down and stabbing his other hand and pinning it down. So he's kind of like Christ pinned to the table. Right. And then he's able to rip through, and I'm like, yeah, I knew he was going to go down that easy. And he's choking her, and she's like, do it. And you're like, wow, is she suicidal now? Like, we're going to die together? No, it's probably like the way Allison told her mother. Do it. Do it. Do it. stab him. And then all of a sudden, it's Allison stabbing Michael and cuts him or whatever and saves Lori. And they pin his hand again, and they throw the refrigerator on his leg so he can't go anywhere. And she she takes off his mask and slits his throat. Yeah. Or maybe I got that order wrong. And that, oh, I think she tries to do that before he chokes her or whatever. And then because Allison's got everything pinned, so she takes the knife and slits his wrist and then he bleeds out. Bleeds and out. that's how he, like, dies. Yeah. And then it's like Hawkins gets there because he warned Allison, like, hey, Grandma called in a suicide. What's up with that? So she's like, oh, I was mad that she killed my boyfriend, but now I'm going to go back because it's probably not real. Because something's up or Michael's there or whatever. And then Hawkins shows up and everything happens. And then there's the dead body. And then they take the dead body and put it on top of the cars. And then you and I read it. I, I had the subtitles on and you're hearing the other cops like, this isn't the right way. Blah, blah, blah. This is how we do it. And then out of nowhere comes the sheriff. Yeah. He's like, who's in Halloween 18, and he's in Halloween Kills for a little bit where you see that he's totally losing control when the mob goes crazy. And now he shows up right now for no effing reason. Other than to say that it's how we do and it tonight. he's like, that's how we're doing it tonight. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hell yeah, Sheriff, you're right. And then they drive him through town, and everybody's following like a funeral procession. Yeah. And that's really what it was. It was the town saying goodbye to this. Yeah. yeah. It was for everybody. And it's very symbolic and yeah. all this stuff because part of me is like, that's Michael Myers. You don't want to mess with that stuff. Right. And, and they put him in a wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> that and, was very Jason-esque too. But but it was a lackluster death. Yeah. Where in H2 when she cuts his head off, you felt like, oh, yeah, that's the way you take him out. There's no way he's coming back from that. Right. But here it is. He's dead from being bled out through slitting his throat and wrists. Like, eh. But then they're like, well, if you listen to the Loomis tape by a voice actor in 2018, and he's like, he's evil. evil. He's pure evil. He should die. And when he's dead, you need to burn the body immediately because so he won't come back to life. And you're like, okay, I guess. So they take him to the junkyard and throw him in the in the car crusher. Right. And he's gone. Oh, yeah. And for a second, the way it looked like Lori was going down with him. I kind of thought it was that too. But And then you like, oh, it's the way they shot it because yeah. she's like at the end of a ramp that pushes him, I guess. 
So, okay. So then he's crushed up and it's like, okay, well, Michael's gone. That's it. But the whole thing, too, is if you wanted to continue things, well, now Corey's already dead. Yeah, no. So they, if you were going to use it. him, it's done. It's done, done, done. Now there's nothing. Unless they make Allison. Her, more, her, her memoirs. Allison leaves town and. And then Hawkins comes to visit Lori, and he brings her carrots for some reason. He's like, because earlier in the movie they meet up at the grocery store, and he's like, "I'm learning, I'm learning Japanese, and I want to see those cherry blossoms." And then he goes and sees her and talks about the cherry blossoms again. And 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 oh, also, what's funny is at the funeral they show the Sandra lady who they showed earlier because when Lori's at the grocery, grocery store, store talking to Hawkins, she has the same encounter that Corey does. Like, how can you be happy and all this stuff? Yeah, because Sandra's sister's like, my sister got stabbed by your boogeyman because you were, you know, tempting him with your feminine wiles and he tried to chase you and she, and that's why he came after you 40 years later. And then she went over and killed her husband and then made her. So apparently she's like in a wheelchair and can't speak and she's in this wheelchair. Yeah. I said that twice. Yeah. That's the whiskey. That is. And... And and she's like, she did all this stuff, and how can you how can you buy groceries yeah. without feeling bad for my sister? And then she's like, ah, and everything. So she's at the end. So the sister and Sandra are in at the funeral procession, and then they had Julian, yeah. who's four years older. There. Yeah, it was all random. Like all these random so people show up. So random. It's yeah. like I thought he was going to actually be in the movie because I saw he was in the cast. I know. And I was like, oh, good, because they're making it take place four years later. And That's why I thought they did that. So that way it explains why he's, why he's big. <laughs> because you know what? Allison is four years older, but she was already probably like 28 playing a 17 year old anyway. And it's like, oh, you can fake it. that It's right. only the same night or something. Right. So so Michael's dead there. She talks to Hawkins. He brings her carrots, tells her this. And then I'm happy and I hope that her and Hawkins live happily ever after. And then they show all the parts of her house, the way they end Halloween. Right. That I like. All the death parts. But now they're all shiny and happy and the right. lights are up. And then they show a shot of her office and Michael's mask is just sitting on the table like, yep, this is my new trophy. Yeah. Screw you, Michael. I got your mask. And it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then, boom, Don't Fear the Reaper comes on. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's what she and Annie listened to when he was following them. That's perfect from Halloween 1, from the original Halloween. It's like, cool. So that's a good way to end it. Yeah. But the idea, too, is it's like they sold us a bad bill of goods. Halloween end is bullshit because of the fact is it's the final confrontation between Michael and Lori. This is how it all ends. We had three movies. Here's the final. This is the return of the Jedi of this trilogy. Right. And then they said, ah, we're going to do Friday part five. (laughs) Because that's the whole idea. At the end, they had Halloween ends in Friday the 13th part four. It was called the final chapter and they killed Jason. That was the whole idea. And then they said, how do we do it now if we kill them? Do we bring them back to life? Now let's do a copycat. That makes sense. And then they said, oh, that copy. Nobody liked that copycat. Let's make it that Tommy tries to kill Jason, even though he's already dead. But while he's stabbing him, a lightning bolt hits the bar he's stabbing him with and Frankensteins him to life. And now he's a living dead zombie. 
that we're going to use in Friday the 13th Part 6, 7, and 8 as a monster zombie guy. And that's what we're going to do. But no, they're like, hey, this is supposed to be the end. And Michael's still out there. Oh, he's out there. But he's not. He's Pennywise just sleeping. Right. And now we have fake Jason, fake Michael Myers. And Michael Myers shows up at the end for no reason other than the fact that you need that scene because right. that's what we were promised. And that's what they can shoot a trailer it for. Socks, yeah, <laughs> because it's a decent fight until the fact it's like, oh, well, I got you now, and it's two sixty-year-olds fighting each other. Yeah, and I'm gonna slit your throat and slowly bleed you out like you did that nurse in Halloween too. Yeah, and eh. so it was just bad. But it wouldn't have been a bad movie if it wasn't sold that way. If it wasn't part three of the trilogy. Right. If That's it wasn't the final chapter, quote, quote, quote. You know, if it until wasn't. Until they reboot it again. Yeah, but no, but the point is, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> They'll pick Friday up after 13, number six. Part four is really called the final chapter, and they've had 12 movies. Yeah. It's really not the final chapter if it's only one third of the way through. Yeah. But the fact is, it's billed as that. This is Halloween ends. At the end of Friday the 13th, the final chapter, he's dead. This is, we're not even going to have him, and then now he's dead. I right. guess you're right, Halloween does end, but this is it. What they, In a sense, what they should have done, and one of the podcast guys were talking about this before, is this movie might, should have been Halloween 2018 because you don't have to have him get caught by the police in the fictitious Halloween's the end of Halloween because Loomis goes out, looks over, he disappears. Yeah. Let's say he's disappeared for 40 years. Well, maybe he's been living in that sewer for 40 years. Some guy finds him. Somehow he said, you know, somehow magically he's like, oh, I'm going to bring a, you know, like how he brought the cop in to get killed by Michael. Hey, I'm going to do this thing. Now I want to be trained by you. Now I'm the new Michael. Isn't that just the karate kid? Except for now, rather than being karate, it's being Michael Myers. Yeah, but whatever. But the point is, (laughs) it would be the start of something. Something different. It's the passing of the torch from Luke Skywalker to Rey. Right. It's the fact is. And they didn't do either of those things. Yeah, but it would be the fact that Michael's here and he's a a background character the way Luke was. Yeah. Or the, you know, or Han or Leia was in the Star Wars ones. And now Corey and Allison are the bigger characters. And they're boring. Well, they make them bigger. (laughs) But the idea is now Corey is a bigger deal and Corey does all his. Um, copycat killings because Michael's in the sewer and barely surviving after 40 years or whatever you want to do right. or whatnot. But the fact is now Corey takes on. And if you make Halloween reboot part two, it's a Corey movie. Right. And Corey's now or something. Yeah. But the fact is, if you did this movie as the first movie, it would make more sense. Then you're, then you're creating something. Because I didn't new. think of this on more my a, own. I, you know, or of a Halloween give, spinoff. I'm going to give credit where credit's due from the other shows. From the halloween um podcast saying if this was 2018's version, it would make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. I got to I gotta be done. I'm, I know. I'm fading. But, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's super late. It is very late. It so, is. Currently one o'clock in the morning, and I got to get up at six. Oh fuck! Oh, <laughs> what's going on tomorrow? 
Uh, well, taking the kids to school and I got trunk or treat. <laughs> My point being is I, I agree with those podcasters. If this is more of a way, because in a sense, like we were saying, with Friday the 13th, and all these movies were a year apart. Right. It's he's dead. Now it's a copycat. Now he's a zombie. So if Michael Myers is shot, he disappears. He's literally been hibernating for years, like Pennywise or something. Right. A geriatric Corey Pennywise. finds him. He works with him. Somehow, Lori kills Michael, and now Corey's the new Michael. Then they start a new trilogy. You can start a new trilogy. Right. But to add this to the last one. I know. It was weird. It's stupid. Don't do this as the last one. This is not really, because I know a lot of people hate on this movie, and I hate it too, but if this was not the last one, the whole point of this movie is, because there's a lot of thing with Halloween Kills, is that it's a filler. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it moves the narrative. No. It feels like they had two movies planned out. And they, and they just, this was a. That's why they had 25 minutes of flashbacks. Yeah. From seven. this was a social commentary version. It's like, let's just tell the same story again with a different spin. Or whatever. And the fact is, Lori's not in it. We're going to make this the Tommy movie. And, yeah. And the kids and everybody in the right and the Haddonfield TV show going after it. And here's all the characters from Haddonfield. And all this stuff, and that's Halloween. And you're like, okay, maybe they're treading a little water. Like, if you look at Attack of the Clones, they really don't do move the story along. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But Revenge of the Sith, everything's happening. So much is happening that you're like, I wish Revenge of the Sith was two movies. And Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clone were really one movie. But this movie, it's like, hey, we we, we kind of stretch out Halloween Kills because all the good shit's going to be in Halloween Ends. Yeah, and nah, like, we're nope. just going to screw you over and give you Friday part five <laughs> and then throw Halloween ends in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. Have fun. Yep. So that's the point. Don't market it. I don't know how many Bravo shows I've watched with Lisa where on the corner of the thing shows Michael Myers' face and Lori's face. And it's like Halloween ends. Watch it on Peacock. Yeah. Nope. It's not this is yeah. that final thing with Lori and Michael. Ooh, this is it. That's this it for, Halloween the, for the last ending. 10 minutes. No, it's not. It's like here's an hour and 30 minutes of copycat cause, and then tw- maybe 20 minutes of or 10 minutes of Michael and Lori fighting. And 10 minutes of her dropping off the body. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's just whatever. It's it's all wrong. Oh yeah, because even when you watch the beginning, when I watch the beginning, and we I'm can't like, go back to the beginning of this movie. I'm I dying. I know. I'm sorry, but the whole beginning is you're like, what the hell does that have to do with anything yeah, else? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't. It's a problem. And then boom, you don't realize that the whole movie is about the guy from the beginning, where it's not like the beginning of other movies where it's like, oh, Scream, where Drew Barrymore is in it. Right. And you're like, oh. What does this have to do? Oh, nothing. They just killed her off. It's okay. And then everything else happens with everybody else. Whatever. All right. Never mind. David's ready to fall asleep. I got to get home because Lisa's already probably pissed at me, (laughs) even though she's asleep. But um, happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween, everybody. Go to Truck or Treat tomorrow, which you won't hear because it's already going to be in the past. Yeah. But um, um, hit us up on the Instagrams, Among Wolves Pod. Pod. And um, write to us. Tell us if you like last year's Halloween. I'm sorry this is a four-hour episode. It's my own fault. (laughs) 
we shouldn't have done three movies together. That was a bad idea. Are we going to do this in one episode? Yeah, I don't gonna. think so. I've got to go. I'll just do it all. I'll just do it all in one. Do it as a four-hour episode. Who cares? <laughs> um, David doesn't have time to edit, so this will come out as a four-hour episode. Oh, my God. This is a lot of That's a lot of whiskey. Drank, yeah. But mostly me. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go to bed. Good night, everybody. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Bye. And Spooks have a midnight jamboree. Beware a hip, hip, and a flippity-clop. He's out looking for a head to swap. So don't try to figure out a plan. You can't reason with a headlock.